Ooh, yeah! Killer Pop from Outer Space presents War Games. What is up, party people? Back at it again. Killer Pod from Outer Space coming at you live from the Spare Bedroom Studios here in Phoenixville, getting less frigid PA. I'm Jeff. With me, as always, my co-host, Vinny. What's up, brother? Good evening, everybody. How you feeling? Welcome. Feeling good. You look good. I'm excited for this episode. I like it. I'm a little further away from you today, so I get a whole cloud of your body. Yeah, I dig it. But um, started drinking a little bit earlier. Yeah, and let's let's just get guests. Yeah, let's get right to it. Let's not prolong the inevitable here. Why why are we feeling good? Why have we been drinking early? Why are we having a great day? Because we have brother Pete in the house. Brother motherfucker Pete. Pete, welcome to the show. Thank you, guys. Very excited. Yeah, <laughs> I, am, I, am, I am very excited to be here. Uh, didn't really think about that first line. I was yeah, you shouldn't. Don't think. <laughs> um. This has been a long time talked about in the works. I'm very, very Absolutely. happy to be here. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, we're having a great time. Yeah. It's going to be good stuff. We are fired up. You should see the table of just alcohol we have laid it's, out um, right now. It's going to be a polluted episode. Yeah, if this we one gets weird. We talked about planning a drunk episode. This may be the drunk episode. Yeah. Steam rolling in. Yeah. My, uh, my 5 a.m. shift tomorrow is going to be wonderful for everybody involved. I'm feeling like you're going to call out. Or get dismissed from the health check. Or they're going to be like, why aren't you wearing pants? Get out of here. <laughs> What's the health check? Or they blast you with the uh, mind control gun, a.k.a. thermometer. <laughs> and then the questions, and he's going to be all like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What what consists of house? <laughs> Is anyone in your home sick? <laughs> I, don't, I, like, I live all over. I'm like <laughs> one with the world. Anyhow. Um, we got a really fun episode coming up. Good list. We got... A lot of booze that's getting drunk, so let's ex- uh, let's pick one and All right, call Pete, it the beer. Pete was uh, nice enough. Usually, it's my job to pick out beers for this, and I w- well, I shouldn't say I struggle, but I want to come up with good ones. I want I want bangers. I want uh, good art. Um, I try to strive for Pennsylvania breweries. So Pete was nice enough to take the burden off my shoulders and brought us a great beer. So Pete, why don't you introduce this one? All right, so I picked up. I know that uh, there are some lovers of dark beer among us, as well as myself. I am one so, of them. So uh, I went to Free Will. Uh, they have a location near myself in Bucks County, and uh, they, I wanted to get a different beer, coffee oatmeal brown ale, which is ah oh, so good. But uh, Jeff, you had that one? Probably. I love yeah, that. Yeah, it's beer. good. But I, uh, I had to. You know, maybe not up, up or downgrade, but I changed to the Corvus Ideas Imperial Stout, made with raspberry and chocolate mm. and milk sugar, whatever that is. And uh, yeah, free will. Yeah, uh, this one's only eleven and a half percent. So the night you end well. <laughs> free will's out of Perkasie. They have been around for a while. Their brewers have like spread out to other local breweries and done their own thing. Like they've become like the uh, the Godfather. All right. Yeah, man. So. Oh, that's tasty. And this is a 10 percenter? 11 and a half. 
Oh shit. Yeah, so I got just to, About get, to get it in. Yeah, give some context. I got a solo cup full of whiskey. All right, so I got an eleven and a half percent that, beer. <laughs> I got also have two high lifes. We're uh, we're double fisting tonight. We don't get into whiskey selections, but tonight we are. Uh, we have Rogue Spirits. So Rogue is a brewery, also producing fine spirits. We have the Dead Guy Whiskey. Uh, not to be confused with the Dead Guy Ale. Delicious ale. And distilled in small batches from the same malts as the award-winning Dead Guy Ale. So ocean aged in oak barrels for at least two years. And it is smooth, it is minerally, and it is delicious. Oregon, right, I think? Yes, Ruger's out of Oregon. Don't hear so, a lot. Um, not a lot of beer coming out of Oregon, huh? Not a lot of beer? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Oregon and Washington are big time. I feel like I don't hear a lot about them. They're the heavy. They got that well, good. I mean, it's hard to get over here. That good rainwater, I guess, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Collect that in a barrel. Make a nice beer out of it. All right. What were you about to say? I'm sorry. I cut you off. I don't know. <laughs> Wonderful. It's going to get wild. <laughs> it is. Um... What do you got for news? News? I, I was thinking music first. I go, oh, yeah. We always go beer selection. Yeah, my music's music actually... Selection. My music's pretty simple this week. Um, just hanging out, playing some video games the other night, and I just got into a Danzig mood. I was throwing some Danzig. Somebody's not say Boys the Men. Nah, not yet. We haven't gotten to Boys the Men yet. That's probably like spring, like around when like homecoming would be. I do dig that. <laughs> you know, my dad rat rode in an elevator with Boys the Men once. Really? They went to school in my neighborhood. He didn't say anything. Not even like a hey? Nothing. Hmm. Got nervous. Well, anyway, I was he listening to... Yeah. It was good, 90s, good so... Yeah, yeah, everyone knew who they were. That was like a big deal. Used to, we used to get like woken up on like Sunday mornings when Boys the Men music videos would come on. <laughs> there was two big things when I was a kid. Like, Philly is... I love my city, and it gets a bad rap. But Jesus Christ, like we, at least back in the day, were like all about supporting each other like i remember when fresh prince came on tv it was like a huge fucking deal like like it was must watch tv for philly um when motown philly came out like anytime the video was on you'd get like called into the living room where the tv was like motown philly's on come on and yeah it's just a it was a good time the the early 90s for philly was was booming to jump on the uh fresh prince uh, one of my favorite moments from the Eagles Super Bowl parade was when they started blasting the Fresh Prince theme song and me and, you know, thousands and thousands of people shoulder to shoulder, body yeah. to body around us were all singing along. Yeah, it was there. It was fun. Fun times. Good times. One of two championship parades for me. Lucky boy. You do Phillies? I was at the Phillies, too, on Halloween. I uh, broke my thumb that evening at a show, uh, Murphy's Law show. Um, and just I hitchhiked to the state. That's a story for another show. I hitchhiked down to Broad Street. It was wild. Um, but yeah, as far as music, Danzig. I've just been listening to Danzig. Big deal. Big big whoop. Huge huge Danzig fan over here. Huge. Um, news wise, I know Vinny was struggling for the news. I had two quick things. Silent Night Deadly Night remake. No. Officially happening um, with the original producers. Good, bad, I don't know. I don't like the mm. idea. But they're going a- away from that. Is like, Blumhouse making it? No. It's like Wonderland Pictures or something. But they're going away from that like uh, Malcolm McDowell Silent Night thing. Which I guess is good. But the whole 
charm of it was that people despised it when it came out. So whether it was like good, bad, whatever, it just had that that aura of it where people were protesting the fucking movie. Like you got the pictures of the people in the 42nd Street theaters like with the the signs like protesting outside and stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, my second bit. Hold on. Producer, I apologize. Yes, sir. We didn't introduce your drink. Oh, shit. Oh, good. <laughs> Pete was also well, nice enough it. I opened it, to bring so. up the producer, his own beverage. Yeah, I appreciate that it. That he has cracked. What are you having yeah. over there? Uh, so Pete was gracious and uh, got me this uh, wonderful unif- unicorn can. Uh, this is Swirl Sparkling Flavors Zero Sugar uh, Premium Malt Beverage. So mm, Pete, best. definitely a good listener yeah. and understands that I'm um, more for the malt beverages than if a beer. You just hit us with the tasting notes. How uh, is it? Over it there? literally is very fruity. <laughs> <laughs> How is it on the nose? <laughs> it it actually. Let me hear the palate. Smell like a Jolly Rancher. It so it kind of does. Yeah, like you know, but more it reminds me of like a Sour Patch Kid. Ooh, okay. like I'll take a Sour open, Patch. When you over first open the Jolly bag, Rancher. I don't know. Here, smell it. It's it to me. It smells like when you open the bag of Sour Patch Kids. So a diabetic nightmare. Yeah, I, yeah. I agree. It does. Yeah, it just, but it's zero sugar. So it's zero sugar. So it's like kind of smells like bubble gum a little too. Yeah. So I think it it kind of has that too. Hang on, it's gonna get a it's gonna get the diet points right now. I'm, I'm thinking it's yeah. gonna be zero. Bring on the Weight Watchers. And are you gonna check it in on Untapped? Uh, I, I don't. He use doesn't untapped. have untapped. Yeah. Yeah. I just was mostly curious. If it, was on. <laughs> it doesn't scan the can. Oh, everything's on untapped. <laughs> I gotta type it in. So, it doesn't scan the can. No, because it's uh, it's not bright enough in here right now. So you guys can continue. I will. Uh, yeah, you'll figure later. it out. All right, fair enough. So my second bit of news, Pete. Did you have news before I segue this? I did not prepare. Anything. I do have okay. some news. So don't cut me out completely. Uh, okay, I won't. But uh, it pertains somewhat to tonight's list because the gentleman involved is responsible for making the worst Exorcist film of all. But uh, Rennie Harlan, known through the community, uh, directed my favorite Nightmare on Elm Street, Dream Master, directed your favorite animal attacks movie, Deep Blue Sea, coming back to the horror game, uh, a movie called The Refuge. He seems really excited to do it. Um, I mean, this is a dude that's been around for a long time, and he's coming back to horror and seems really pumped about it. So I'm I'm excited. I like his work. Um, Cliffhanger. That that Exorcist movie is not so great, but I mean, what, what the fuck do you want? You're like you're really pushing the envelope trying to get another Exorcist movie like four later. So which one did you do? Um, the Heretic. Ah, so, so the new like the the prequel, the beginning, yeah. the beginning, yeah, the one the 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 first prequel, right? There's two prequels. He did the first yeah, prequel. Yeah, I do. I did have in a discard uh, something to talk about. All right, uh, we're so we can talk about save that it up. But yeah, I'm excited. I like him a lot. I think he uh, he caught a lot of flack for the Dream Master for some reason, which we probably talked about in the uh, Freddy episode. But I, I love his shit, and I'm super stoked. I want to see what he has to do. So, newsflash: uh, this whole 24 ounce can. Is only two points on Weight Watchers. Oh, fantastic! That's good. That's yes. I I would want to see how much like if you had three or four cans, how much it would go. But I'd imagine like fifteen points if you wanted to get if I wanted to get trashed on that. I feel like three or four cans would put you down. Yeah. I think it would. Yeah, uh, I mean, that's a big can. Well, if I wanted to get trashed, I think by three I'd probably be trashed, and it would only cost me like ten points on Weight Watchers. So it's pretty, right, pretty good. good pretty good stuff. Someday we could do Doctor Love Unicorn Hands. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting interesting. Vinny, bring on your news. Let me, let me hear. Uh, the only thing I got is the potential further death of movie theaters. Did you see 
Stars and Lionsgate? Yeah. Yes, I did. I'm very excited about that, actually. I mean... <sighs> Lionsgate has been on a downward spiral. I've uh, always liked Lionsgate. Pardon the pun. But, <laughs> but yeah, they've been on the downward for a while. Uh, I think their last really good piece of business was like... Jesus Christ, I don't even know. Like Saw 4? It's been a long time since, you see, since you've seen that Lionsgate logo, and you're like, oh, sweet, it's a Lionsgate. Mm-hmm. That used to be the case for me, at least. My God. Oh, well, for a while. There was a, there was a good chunk of time where it was like Anchor Bay. If you saw Anchor Bay or Lionsgate, you got yeah. excited. And now Anchor Bay doesn't exist, and Lionsgate has pretty much fallen to the wayside. You know what I realized? Uh, because I'm doing some research for our list topic tonight, Ghost House is gone. From where? From where? What? Ghost House. Oh, pictures. Yeah, pictures. Yeah, yeah. They've been gone for a while. They've been gone for a while. That's sad. Yeah. Um, The only other thing I have is stuff we touched on um, in previous episodes, but I am proud that the Mortal Kombat trailer has now become the most viewed trailer ever. Red Band. Yeah, yeah. you to red, band. Yep. but still, yeah, big deal. I mean, yeah, that's cool. I mean, I'm rock hard for Godzilla versus Kong. I mean, I don't, I don't know how you feel. So about I don't it. know how this is measured, but voted March's most anticipated movie. Who who voted for that? Yeah, at this point, especially. Um, I don't know. Like, look, dude, Godzilla has had a following since the late '60s. Like, there's no denying that people want Godzilla movies. Right now, HBO Max has all. The uh, Japanese Godzilla's on it. Like, you got to read the subtitles. I know you hate that, but me? Yeah, I love international. What? What? Where are you know. getting these stigmas from? I, don't know. I think it's Pete's fault. I think you're talking <laughs> to those like people around you and associating with me. I have no problem with dead guy. Yo. No matter who I speak I have to, no I just, problem I, <laughs> with uh, subtitles. I love international. I just movies. take it out on you. Yeah, you just take it out on me. It's our. It's goddamn abusive. It's our love. God damn it. Hey, man, look, at least I'm thinking about it, all right? Whatever. Um, I don't know if anyone's seen the, uh, there was a, me- I don't know if it's a meme or just a picture that went out there where someone uh, edited in uh, King Kong's giant bulbous member onto a picture. I have not. Newest movie. I think, you, I think Jeff's about to look it up right now. Um, Some Kong, guys, Kong, yeah. Don? Kong Don? Kong <laughs> Don. Talk about Donkey Kong. It's, uh, it's just you know, it's a great. In fact, maybe that should be. Uh, maybe Vinny should put that picture up on the background of this computer. Oh, <laughs> he might get excited. I don't know. The last we one. The up. last one had some acne on it, from what I hear. It was worse than acne. <laughs> <laughs> um, Awful. As far as stuff we watched, I checked out Freaky. Oh, Vince Vaughn, that's your boy. Yeah. How was it? It was okay. Just okay. Yeah, I had kind of high hopes for it. I was hoping. Vin, I had. Um, I, was I had hoping, high hopes. I was hoping Vince Vaughn kind of would channel his inner Nicolas Cage. He did not. I would have liked for him to go way more over the top, and he didn't. I, I mean, he was he was funny, and especially with the you know the body changing where he became the girl. It was funny, but it was what you would have expect any comedian to do with that part of the role. But I'll tell you what the. The kills were really good. Yeah. As far as as far as it being, I mean, it is a slasher movie. Good. And the kills were good. Um, 
I really liked the female lead. I should have, once again, known her <laughs> name. But the female lead that uh, stars alongside Vince Vaughn. So she has to do like the face-off thing where she's the cute teenage girl, but also switches to being the murderous uh, serial killer. She did a great job. She was really good. But I'll give it a watch. I mean, it was fun. It's something different. All right. it, it, it is Freaky Friday, but in slasher form. Like the little Dickie song? Yeah. A good song. Is Lindsay Lohan in it? No. Uh, that's a shame. You didn't see this one, Pete? Freaky? Uh, no, it's been consistently. You know, I was waiting for it to uh, come down from 20 bucks to watch on uh, video on demand. And so yeah. it's on my list. It hit Redbox. I haven't. Uh, just haven't pulled the trigger yet. It hit Redbox, and you know it's a dollar fifty for Redbox, and I had a dollar twenty-five off. Mm. So you I love your Redbox coupons, oh, Jesus great. Christ! <laughs> yeah, hey, I uh, I got another one. Do you want another one? I have T-Mobile Tuesdays. Every Tuesday, T-Mobile <laughs> gives us a free rental if you would like the promo code. Are you serious? Every Tuesday, uh, being a T-Mobile customer, they have a deal with Redbox. Wait, I'm a T-Mobile customer. So you t- download the app T-Mobile Tuesday. Well, we can talk about it after the show. Okay. Yeah. Um, you watch anything fun, Pete? Have I watched anything fun? I've been I was rewatching some movies in anticipation for this. I've been rewatching a bunch of movies in anticipation of a potential return for a future list. Awesome. Um, you're ahead of the game. You're you're pulling a Lyle yeah, right well, now. Well, there's, All right. there's a long catalog to celebrate in order for that one. So it's a celebration. Yeah, you're not wrong. I agree. Uh, I'm not gonna, gonna be we're not gonna spoil that. That's not that's trying not to talk. think if I've watched anything particularly good lately. You watched Greenland? What'd you think? Yeah, I did watch Greenland. <laughs> did you cry seven times like Vinny I, did? No, apparently? Only three. I didn't, but I was because Vinny recommended it to me, and I was thinking about him during it because it's this is not really a spoiler because you learn in like the first five minutes that the kid in the film has diabetes and <laughs> I just knew and especially for Vinny at that moment that that had to be a huge oh shit moment so I immediately then was, then was kind of thinking about you know I was kind of also putting myself in Vinny's mindset while watching the movie and I love a movie that is uh, kind of zero to sixty and that's how that movie kind of takes place and then it even escalates from there so uh, yeah I thought that was a good film so uh, Vinny like so Wilford Brimley used to do those diabetes commercials. Yeah. Right? I have diabetes. So when you saw the thing, was there ever a point where you thought that maybe you were like an alien? No, because you separated it. I like, didn't know Wilford Brimley did the diabetes commercials before uh, I saw the thing. Uh, yeah, right. He does, also does not have a mustache. So did you think that maybe you were an alien with diabetes? Maybe. Hmm. And you loved Quaker oatmeal? Correct. <laughs> I'm Wilford Brimley. <laughs> I, I watched, have uh, diabetes. I Sometimes got, I get a little blood sugar and I beat my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I got into my Shout Factory bounty. Um, Dude, where's my Shout Factory know. movies? But let me tell you what I did. I watched My Bloody Valentine, which mm. I love. Zero special features. What's up really? with that? Yeah. Do you have a special? Not one? There's like one cast reunion from 10 years ago. I have a whole bunch of them. Uh, then you got a new copy. Yeah. So I, there's like nothing on the, the old copy. I was super bummed. However, I then put on Night of the Creeps. And God, are there so many special? So much, so much Atkins greatness on that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but watching a man, like, I always say this, like, especially like when I talk about movies I love, like, you forget, like, you know you love them, 
but it's not until you watch them again that you realize why you love them. Like you just get like a feeling. So, I mean, I watched bloody Valentine and night of the creeps and one on a Sunday night and just one of a great night. I took down like 11 Miller lights, a truly, and just, <laughs> <laughs> I just had a night and I, I loved it. It was, it was just so fun. I want my movies to be here. Now I did get the shipping confirmation today. Cool. They'll be here in like a day. Like literally I got my shipping conversation two days later. They were there. But in a huge box, a, a, a box way too big for four Blu-rays, by the way. Do you save the uh, awesome Shout Factory? No, right paper? to the trash. Yeah. I like that they have their own paper, but if it was Scream Factory paper, I'd save See, it. I want to save the paper, which I'll never do this because it's too much planning and storage and all that to wrap future gifts in. Wrap it in that nice Shout Factory paper. It's a nice item. That's nice. But, uh,. So I was going to say on this episode before I found out it shipped today, I've been obsessed with checking my email, waiting for my shipping. And then every time I look and then I go in the spam folder and check there too. Flyers put up a goal. Yeah. Everyone knew that was over? coming. As soon as, soon as he stopped, everyone knew it was coming. Well, I, I should, ah, I, that's I, well I should done. I should not have pointed to the TV. No, you should. It's <laughs> that was well done. It's fun. very good. Very good puck movement. I think, um, there's, I think there's an Flyers episode Penguins. last year that is straight up just us commentating a Flyers playoff game for like 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Flyers Penguins tonight. It's a big game. Farabee's been clutch this season. Yeah. Um, anyway, it shipped. So I'm excited. Good. Yeah. What I've did you get? I don't even remember what you got. I got nine movies. Nine. Wow. That's rich people stuff. I got the stuff. box set. Yeah, I could do without that. I got Robocop 2 and 3. I got yeah, Sleepaway Camp because my sister lost the copy All right, good had, call. which is the awesome copy. The Red Cross one. Yeah, the Red Cross one was a big deal. I should have bought that like, I when got, I was um, younger. Dawn of the Dead because for some reason I was missing it. The, it's, you know that's a Zack Snyder, right? What? Yeah, you didn't know that? No. Hey, you idiot. Fuck! Yeah, yeah it's not the Romero. <laughs> well, I wish I didn't buy that. Um... Son of a bitch. It's not available on Blu-ray in America yet. They just released the first Blu-ray copy. It's European only. Well, I have a region-free Blu-ray player, so I guess I should. Oh, well, then, yeah, you should jump on it. Go on DiabolicDVD.com. Our friends at Exude Films. Who released it? Uh, Arrow? Arrow? I think it's Arrow, yeah. Huh. Oh, so you know what I was going to ask you about? Have you ever heard of the movie called Sorcerer? Uh, No. About truck drivers transporting highly explosive unbalanced chemical <laughs> stuff from 1979 I want to say just like that it's 1-1 one, one, by the way <laughs> huh Pittsburgh discord fuck are you serious yeah um no I have not seen that but if it's like space truckers I'll be totally into it is Dennis Hopper in it no um Roy Schreider, uh, what's Roy, his name? Roy Schneider from no. Jaws. Yeah, yeah. Not Ash Schneider, Schneider. Um, yeah, don't get twisted. Sorry, but it sounds awesome. So I'm gonna buy the region for region European region Blu-ray for so that. So how much are you paying for these region free Blu-ray players? Because uh, like they're expensive. They're they're expensive, but like the sales you can get on the what is that region B. Region two, how do they do it? Region A, B, or one, two? A, B, C, D. But yeah, like when Arrow does a sale for like the European only cuts, they have great sales. 
Really? Yeah. Like I never looked because it'll be like half off and stuff. This is why I wanted to get. They'll do because they're a European company, so they'll do the equivalent of what Shout Factory did, where they they're they're selling movies for half off. But an Arrow Blu-ray here is like thirty thirty five bucks, so half off is is awesome. Whereas the Shout Factory sales, they're doing half off now, and some of them are like nine dollars. This is why I wanted to get a region free Blu-ray, mainly because of Arrow, but also just other stuff to open up my. Life tube is it's open to all regions. Like that's all. No, yeah, I know. It's, yeah, yeah, it's great, and it's 4K. Yeah, so you gotta get a 4K TV though, and I'm not about to do that. I got a 4K TV. I got a 4K soundbar. <laughs> what that? What's that crystal? That crystal TV you got? I don't know, but I'm ready to roll. We're gonna be entertaining. Yeah. Ready to start doing some laundry at your house all the time. <laughs> what do you know about 4K porn? How is it? I feel like I you know. could see way too much. But like, what if I got like pirates? I've always wanted to own pirates. Really? It's isn't that like the really classy one? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But like, have you seen the cast? It's like it's. But no, I remember when it came out. It was like a big deal, and I was like, "Why is yeah, this?" Yeah, the adult? budget was insane. I was like, like "Why is this adult like, knockoff apparently, movie?" Apparently, it's a like not even softcore. It's, it's an actual, somewhat entertaining movie with legitimate CGI and action sequences. Also, a hardcore porn. Hmm. So, I'm in on that. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know. That. Steph, how like, she would feel about that. It was like, we discussed like movie night. Like, oh, like well, what are you feeling? I'm like, oh, hardcore porn and a pirate <laughs> movie? I don't know. What, uh, I mean, it's give and take, man. It's how the relationship works. Anybody ever watched a VR porn? No. No. Nah. I feel like you have to have... Like, that's the one where it's like, it's like two, right? Yeah, if, well, yeah. I always see the option, but I don't yeah, have yeah, yeah. the player. Wait, I feel like we, we should probably stop talking about dirty things on the podcast, because... I don't want people to know what I do. Oh, okay. Well, we're talking about things we haven't watched. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched it, but I know all about it. I've researched. Uh, sure. I just know it's there. <laughs> you guys been to Pump Town lately? Or? <laughs> they can't be open. No, they're, they're open. I assure you. All right. What else we got for segments? I don't know. Uh, you got your question of the day? Oh, shit. I forgot about that. All right. Well. Why I have you here, let me just run something by you. If you had to pick one drinking establishment and one eating establishment to go to, what would it be? This would both of you. Oh, this is easy. Drinking establishment, Brandy's, Lancaster, PA. Are you serious? In the Abs- whole world? Yep. <laughs> in the whole yep. world? Because they were getting good beer in there on top of I could smoke and they had 24-ounce PBRs for $2. You're a buffoon. You're the whole world. You can go anywhere to drink. You're going to Brendy's in Lancaster? <laughs> Where are you going? I'm going yeah, to... Yeah, place I've been? Or it could be... any like uh, The top of your bucket list, like essentially. Okay. I need to think first. I don't really have a bucket list of places to drink. I just know where I'm comfortable. Um, Actually, I just... Because I just watched this in an episode of... Uh, High Fidelity, shout out. I don't know if anybody's watched that show on on Hulu based on the book slash uh, movie, High Fidelity. Uh, But they go to a bar in that show called Mendelssohn. I think it's Mendelssohn's Bar in the... uh, It's located in one of those real swanky New York hotels. And all the wallpaper is uh, done, hand-painted, and drawn by the guy who... uh, did Madeline, the book, and it just seemed like a real like classy place to get a cocktail. 
Mm. So right. that was just like kind of top of my head thing that that's super. Popped in my that's head. much cooler than Brendy's and Lancaster. <laughs> Uh, as far as uh, well, I mean, like, dude, McEwen's in the village. We were talking about earlier. There's a lot of places I like to, to drink, but like, you're talking number about number one bucket list. You're talking about like you want to go to like some sort of fancy swank beer place, right? That's what you mean. And I'm like, I just want to be comfortable. Uh, yeah, it doesn't have to be a swanky beer place. Well, I don't know why you'd shit on Brendy's then. Jesus Christ. Uh, is it dining establishment separate? Yeah, the yeah. the food thing's a bit more of a. All right, so that's that's for me is going to be just uh, gym steaks. On fourth, what? on fourth and south. Yeah, you've already been there. No, uh, I'm talking like bucket list. You've never been there. All right, well, you may never right, go. Right, I'll where tell you what. You want to go? Right, never been bucket list St. John's in London, uh, Fergus Henderson. Yeah, so like mine would be like Noma. Uh, like I just want to go to the Acme Oyster House real bad. Okay. But I would, uh, if Pete's going to go to Jim Steaks, I would go there because I would know somebody and I love Jim's. I love Jim's. And I can, I can drink Doc Brown's all day. But you can also get beer there. It's yeah. It's one of the only cheesesteak places you can Yeah, but like beer. Doc Brown's, I can get tattooed across the street at uh, Eddie's. Mm-hmm. You know, it all works out. Hmm. The show, uh, the TLA is still there, even though it's probably going to close down. I was at probably one of the last shows they had. Yeah. Should I, d- so I hate I w- that. It's like I the was- worst venue in Philly. That and the electric factory. I was debating between two questions for tonight. Should I do the second one? Yeah, why not? Should we do two? We're only uh, we're like a half hour in, baby. All right. Get to it. Well, I have it here. <laughs> well, you have it here. <laughs> let me just run, you by, run this by you. Yeah, let me get on my camping chair and climb over all you fuckers. And, uh... <laughs> so we're collectors of various different forms and things. And um, What is the number one most prized possession you own? I hate to admit mine because I just got it and it's from somebody we don't speak anymore. <laughs> um, it coffee? was, huh? Your coffee? No, not the coffee. For Christmas, I got a print, Killer Clowns from Outer Space print signed by all the Chiodo brothers. Oh, that is dope. Yeah. That yeah. is dope. Yeah, that's a good one. What do you got, Pete? Um, it's not an easy question to answer. I know it's tough. Um, most prize, most prize thing I own, or most prize thing I collect. Either. Oh, like oh. one item you own. Yeah, like you have it. Like it's yours. Oh, man. So you could collect it, but you own it. I don't know. I have some pretty cool knives. I don't know if that. I don't have one specific one though. You got like a Rambo knife? That's pretty sweet. Uh, I have a, I have a couple uh, cool knives that are made with like like I have like a hippo bone oh that's lever, cool and I have like a giraffe bone Bowie knife from Africa uh, I do have a bottle of uh, uh, it's open but it's only it's not even uh, half gone uh, of Boss Hog <laughs> uh, Boss Hog Whistle Pig Rye I'm Duke boys I bought. When I bought it, it was like new and it sold for like 150 bucks a bottle. And now that same uh, brand of that kind sells for like 400 bucks a bottle. So Damn. Well, that's I really wish I would have jumped on the um, when Lemmy died and they started selling his Jack Daniels. I really wish I would have jumped on that. They were like 100 bucks a bottle, which I thought was crazy for Jack Daniels. But it was like his private. He had like private barrels. And they put like the Motorhead War Pig on them and stuff and numbered them. That's cool. And now all you can find is empty bottles. It's such a bummer. Have you seen the docu- the 
let me dock. Absolutely. It's, anyone listening should the, watch The best movie. line in that movie is when I think it's Scott Ian or Dave Mustaine, I can't remember, they're telling this, the story about how Lemmy wears shorts. He only wears like <laughs> Daisy Dukes. <Yes. laughs> and the, the, he was like in the hallway of some like hotel playing Pac-Man and his Daisy Dukes and he walks out. He's like, what the fuck are you wearing? He's like, wearing shorts. <laughs> and he's like, they're not shorts. Like I'm wearing shorts. He's like, yeah, they're not shorts. These are shorts. And like the ass is all blown out and they're like <laughs> Daisy Dukes. And if you Google like Lemmy in shorts, you can find pictures of him in his Daisy Dukes. Hilarious. Great. Great doc. I loved when uh, um, Dave Grohl was talking about, you know, he's just coming up. Foo Fighters just started. They're meeting Motorhead, and he's he's like, you want to drink some Jack Daniels with me? And they're like, oh, that, like that's like peak, you know, kind of thing. And he opens a bottle, passes it to him, and they pass it to somebody else, and they notice that he's opening another bottle. and pa- Like, he's opening one bottle per person, passing it <laughs> Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, man, he used to hang out. We just had this conversation not long ago. He used to just hang out at the Rainbow Grill. On uh, Hollywood Boulevard, man. Yeah, that, that his seat. Is, uh, yeah, they got a little note. plaque on there. They got a plaque yeah, there, and like I don't think somebody, I don't think they allow people to sit there either. Yeah, I would love to go there. Just, I mean, it's like the ultimate, just like tacky dive bar. Yeah, and he would just hang, like he would just be there every night. That's where he went. He lived in like a little shit studio apartment in Hollywood, and that was his spot. Fuck, man, I wish I would have jumped on that bottle. Damn it, so stupid. The uh, knives that Pete mentioned are probably pretty sweet. So. Pete's big time into like um, collecting medieval type weapons and knives. Like you, I don't know if you were thinking chef knives. You weren't talking about. No, chef I was knives, thinking right? like no, like knives. I know what I know. Yeah. What he's talking about. I'm not. He's I'm not, he's you know. he's had a great selection since we were like kids in college. Uh, when we lived together in an apartment in Rhode Island, like going to college, he had a huge collection of uh, medieval weaponry in his room, and I remember. There was one night I think oh we God. I think we ate a bunch of acid. <laughs> and for some reason we decided it was a good idea to gather up all the weapons and go bring them out to his car and just sit in there with the weapons. All right, so for some clarity, uh at the time I was the only person in the apartment that was full, working full time. So I came home to an apartment of roommates who had all eaten a bunch of acid <laughs> and I was the only one sober. <laughs> and uh they they said, dude, can we please take all your weapons into your car? Oh, like that and, I, and, I, and I was like, okay, I guess. And then um, I think I think I was sitting in the car smoking weed, uh, just hotboxing with these uh, people tripping balls in my car, full of weapons. And then our landlord, the landlord. our landlord, Clarex Yan, <laughs> a very angry, a very very angry Vietnamese man. He was so mad. Um, who uh, we had a guy living on our couch at the time named Taylor, and he he was berating me with questions. Surprisingly, none of which were why are there a bunch of people sitting with medieval weapons in the car? But he kept asking me, "Is Taylor living here? Is Taylor living here?" So I remember I talked to I talked to him. I was like, in my mind, I was like, I'm going to calm this whole situation down. I'm going to I'm going to get him out of here. Everything's going to be fine. And Joel was standing next to me. Our other she was our roommate, like, mm-hmm. but in the apartment above us. Yep. And I talked to our landlord, and I thought I was cool, calm, and collected. I was like, all right, here's what's going on. Everything's fine. You can just go home. We got this under control. And then he, like, walked away. I was like, Jill, like, I handled that pretty well, right? And he's like, she was like, you spoke nothing but gibberish. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> uh, 
So, woes right. and bows. Anyway, <laughs> good stuff. Collectors sure. Oh, so my collectors item. Uh, I have a very, very unique, one of a kind, uh, hand painted statue of Dimebag Daryl that is numbered um, 66 or something like that. I just saw it the other day. 67. Uh, yeah, 67 of 250 yeah. in the world. That's pretty rad. I got a bunch of stuff that I'm super proud of. Um, that like what I just spoke about earlier was probably like the newest thing that was really awesome. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like it, it just depends on like what I get that year kind of deal. You know, there's there's a lot of stuff I'm like super protective of. I mean, even like some movies. Like I got stuff that it's like one run and that's it. You know, like local filmmakers made, and it's like they're not worth shit. But like, if it breaks or I lose it, you ain't getting it ever again. So I mean, that, in in that sense, they're kind of like uh, valuables, I guess you could say. Um, I just want to bring up that it's funny that your biggest problem was someone living on your couch, considering the fact that your best friends were Latin kings and you were just living the gang life. So, um, it was scary. Yeah. I was just gonna ask you if you wanted the other half of this. Oh no, I still have it. Um, what was the Latin Kings dude's name that lived on our block? Fernando? Oh. No names. No names. <laughs> uh, uh, he's definitely not listening to this. So um, <laughs> he was terrified. Yeah, his name was Fernando. Uh, I really, I, he was, I thought, he was, uh, I thought I was going to, I thought I was going to owe him forever and he was going to come back to me like, oh, you got to kill this guy because I gave you so much stuff. No, yeah, for <laughs> I took care of your ass. For lack of a better term, he was in a way a sweetheart. But at the same time... Also an OG Latin um, King gangster. Yeah. yeah. He was just like accumulating favors from you guys, right? No, I think he was much more into... He never cashed in. He didn't care. No, I think he was much more into the fact that we had uh, young females living with us. Mm. And he, I think he was hoping... Uh, I think... Yeah, but he never forced himself on any of them. No, but it was revealed later that... Uh, I believe it was Lyle said that she was... He was creeping her out. Oh, yeah. He was creeping out all the girls. Yeah. But he never like forced himself on him, like. No, 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 certainly not. Uh, he but just, he was creeping out he all. Of them. No, he just showed up at you know uh, maybe eleven thirty a.m. with uh, <laughs> uh, with a dozen uh, eggs. I don't know, like, oh yeah, it was it was it was in the shape of an egg, maybe, <laughs> a solid egg-shaped uh, rock of cocaine. Ah. Cocaine. <laughs> And yeah. then, like he Y'all would, he would give us all the. I tried giving him money, and he said no. Yeah, and then he would he would do these weird power trips, like. Yeah, my whole. All right, <laughs> so let's just change subjects. <laughs> um, let's dive into the taking shape. Except, Ooh. let's not dive in. Why? Part five. Yeah. Only five. Uh huh. Let's just condense it down to five and six. Okay. I'm still shocked that three didn't have a bunch of Atkins fun stuff. That makes me sad. Yeah, it was weird that Atkins wasn't mentioned in that one. But, I mean, there was a, there was a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. And they they do get into, I haven't talked about it, but they get into the novelizations of each one. Yeah, the novelizations are always fun to get into because of the differences and stuff. Yeah. So, I'm just going to group five and six together All on right. the next episode. I can so live with little, that. little tease. I can live with that, yeah, a little, right. tease. little tease. So, that means getting into the list. Ooh, it's the list time. At what point do I eat a packy chip? That's that, no. That's not ever. Don't ever do that. <laughs> Have you ever had one? No. Don't. It's terrible. I kind of want to see you eat one. 
I love spicy food, but I've no. This is not spicy food. I know. I, I know. I, I've seen. I've seen enough YouTube videos that uh, this is the the, the bald pain. black guy uh, eating one was enough for me because like he's just standing in an air conditioned house and he's just profusely sweating. <laughs> and uh, that I, I, and and he's like, oh my, you know my my friends my my family is from the Caribbean, you know all, all this stuff, Trinidad and Tobago, and then he eats it and he's just. Sweating, and then also, Nonstop. Pete, I no longer have milk in my house, so it'd be kind of crappy because I don't know what you'd be drinking. That, uh, that, uh, I don't know what the hell stuff did I give you, Vinny? Like the shit for your stomach, you probably didn't poop for three days after that. Oh, yeah, that helped though. <laughs> yeah, it, it does, but it doesn't do good for your digestion. <laughs> that's, um, that's pretty much all I'd have to, to help you with. The, well, Pete, on the future game show episode, which is in development, you should be included in that. And if you lose, you'll be eating a pocket chip, so. I'm into it. I mean, I'm not against it. I mean, I'm into Pete eating a pocket chip. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to <laughs> eat a pocket chip. Make sure you don't lose. Make sure I, you don't lose. A friend of Vinny and uh, myself from college, uh, we just simply tam- uh, teased him with uh, no drink. No, he didn't have to pay for any drinks at the bar that night, and he ate a habanero. Uh, little did he know that we were only had we only had skim milk left at work. <laughs> no whole milk. No cream, but he did chew on some butter packets, which was ah, quite entertaining nice. to watch as well. I actually made box. a yeah. <laughs> I made a rule after um, I decided to be an ass and roast a ghost pepper and make tacos with it. Um, Why would you do that? Because I'm stupid. But that was the day I decided that I will never eat anything above a habanero. I mean, habaneros are delicious. I love habaneros. They are yeah. delicious. But, like, dude, my dad grew them. Like, he grew, like, these bomb-ass ghost peppers, and they look like they look like evil. They're all, like, thorny and, like, just red. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, well, if I roast it and I get the flavor out of it and just, like, slice it thin, put it on some tacos, it'll be great. Literally running around my apartment with my tongue hanging out of my mouth. Uh, I didn't throw up like I did during the pocket chip thing, but, like, I just had my... I didn't have milk because I didn't think about it. This was like tongue under faucet for like 25, 30 minutes. It was, it was a nightmare. Yeah, it sounds bad. Yeah, I don't recommend it. One of the greatest inventions uh, ever, I don't know if you've ever had it, but they actually bred a heatless habanero, which makes, I mean, it's all the flavor of a habanero with no no heat, so you can control it by adding heat otherwise. Yeah, but I like I like a habanero's heat, and I like the flavor. But you can make a really unique like sauce, for instance, or yeah. whatever, and it's it's really fantastic. My boss. I just feel like they they started doing this crazy shit with like ghost peppers and stuff, where it's like, yeah, they're, they're, oh, yeah. there's no flavor. It's just pain. Yeah, they're just it's just so over the top. It's like the Hellraiser of. <laughs> they stopped naming them. It's just called like the hottest one now is just yeah. called Pepper X. Yeah, Pepper. <laughs> what was the other one? The Carol the Carolina Reaper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was real fun. That was real fun for me. <laughs> that was present in the pocket chip. Yeah. <laughs> Present in the bunghole. Yeah. I had uh, Carolina Reaper barbecue sauce that I took a little finger off, like a little finger full. Oh, this is good. And then I decided to make a whole chicken cheesesteak with it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. <laughs> good time. Burnt Ems- butthole. Burnt everything. All right. So, tonight's list for the special occasion. We're going top 10 possession movies. So this is, uh, I feel like it, this is a little bit outside of your wheelhouse, right, Jeff? Yeah, absolutely. But uh, there's some doozies in here. 
I don't know what to predict. I was talking to Pete earlier about I think I know where he's going to go. I think we'll be in the same wavelength, but I don't know. I know I know Jeff's going to go rogue as usual. Yep. And um, we're going top 10. This should be interesting. All right. So, producer, can you break down the uh, the draft order here, depending on the quiz outcome? All right. So, a uh, little unique situation, I think, because uh, and I think the money in the bank only comes when there's three now, correct? That's right. Is it, a, it is a three-person exclusive. All right. So, there are two trivia questions. So, the winner of the first trivia question uh, gets the choice of either number one or money in the bank, correct? Correct. Yes. Okay. So if if they choose the number one, uh, choose to have number one, they're going to also get the 10, 7, 4 picks along with the number one pick. Uh, and then if they choose money in the bank, they'll get number six, excuse me, number nine, number six, and number three. And then the loser of the trivia We'll get eight, five, and two. All right, so we're we're looking at the benefit. Wait, that's only hold on, something's wrong here. No, uh, one, two, three, no, four, you're right. five, six, seven, eight, good. nine, ten. It's correct. Yeah, All right. we so went over this. The benefit <laughs> of taking one now is you get four, but money in the bank is money in the bank, so they can shit on you whenever they want or anybody really. So, yep. And then technically, what the person that. The first person picks either money in the bank or number one, the first winner. The second one gets whatever's left over, correct? Right. Okay. Yes. And the third person gets the nothing. <laughs> uh, quick question. Uh, just to remind me, uh, number one pick is not money in the bankable, correct? Correct. You cannot money in the bank, number one. All right. So with DQs, so money in the bank means... You money in the bank it. There's, there's no questions asked. DQs at this point is you better have a goddamn good correct fight. Yeah. It, so money in the bank. There's not be there is there is no argument. You money in the bank it. It's out. Yep. DQs. We each have one. Right. No matter the outcome of, of and, and your argument at this point DQ. better be good because your going argument to, it's going to Doctor Love and he's making the final. So you have to argue for why you are DQing, and the person being DQed is going to argue against. Being DQ'd. Correct. And the the producer will uh, judge that. He will destroy your life, and that All will right. be it. Let's dive in with some trivia. All right. So uh, do you want to start out with the quote, or do you want to start out with the question? Let's start with the qu- I want to start with the question. Okay. So we'll start right. with the question. The uh, quote co- is coming back by, uh, by request. By popular demand. By popular demand. All right. So uh, the question... For the trivia tonight. Pete, are you ready? I'm ready. All right. What type of plant was inside the locket from Rosemary's Baby? Lilac. Uh, Wait, no. Yeah. Uh, Let's go in Fern. I have zero idea. (laughs) Hang on. Marijuana plant? (laughs) Cocoa plant? It is not. It was a complete guess. Nobody's right. Do we need another trivia question? Well, what's the answer? Uh, it is the Tannis plant. T-A-N-N-I-S. T-A-N-N-I-S. I thought you would. Tannis plant. Yeah. All right. I don't like that Roman Polanski. Get him out of here. All right. He's a real dirtbag. What did he do? Stay in Europe. That went right over Vinny's head. 
All right. Uh, the backup question I had for trivia tonight is what horror movie caused uh, the, I guess it's the film rating board. The Exorcist. To change uh, <laughs> to a PG-13. It is not The Exorcist. Indiana Jones. No. Wait, to change to PG-13. Halloween. No. To create no, no. a PG-13? It's a, it's a Christmas movie. They created PG-13 because of... Black Christmas? No. Um, Christmas movie? Christmas Vacation. Nope. It is a horror movie, technically. Nightmare Before Christmas. No. Silent Night, Bloody Night. <laughs> Man, you guys are knocking it out of the park with trivia. Tonight. What is happening? Uh, so, are you ready for the answer? Yeah. Black Christmas. No. I said that, dum-dum. Black Xmas. Gremlins. Ah. Um. Uh. It actually says there are two movies that resulted in the decision. Um, the other one, uh, I don't know where it said. So Gremlins Indiana is Jones. the first one. And then, oh, yeah, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom was the second one. Thank but you. the Gremlins was the answer we were looking for. Uh, <sighs> should I give it to Jeff for that one since he did get, he got one of the two? No. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, we're talking to competitive bastards right. here. They're not right. Hold shit. on. I don't know if I have a third one. So I have a list. I just got to let me uh, let me get here. Let, let's see. It's all, good. it's all good. We got Rob Van Danver's sting on the screen. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Was this 2008? Look at the stinger in prime condition. Yeah. Rob, I love I love his padded crotch piece. What was that all about? It's a cod piece. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Like who? Like who in costume designs? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then you got like this dick thing that's like padded. It's it's like, but it's like we got like glitter on it and stuff. So it's pretty awesome. It's like Batman's nipples. You're like you're like the you're like the wrestling Batman basically. Where do you think he stings people from? (laughs) I don't know. I thought it was like the splashes. All right. Your third and hopefully final God. trivia question. Goddamn trivia. One. What film starred an actor who actually did not know he was acting for a horror movie? Uh, the Shining. Jeff got it. <laughs> what was the name of the actor for bonus points? Oh, God. Little little kid. <laughs> Danny Torrance. Danny Lloyd. You're almost you're almost there. All right, but uh, so Jeff, your choice. Number one or Money in the Bank? I'm gonna take Money in the Bank. How'd you know it was The Shining? Because I know stuff, bro. Uh, so here is the synopsis. It was The Shining and the actor Danny Lloyd being six years old at the time of the film. Lloyd was actually led to believe that he was acting for a family drama in a hotel rather than for a scary story. Hmm. All right. So I will put everybody in order in a second. Uh, so here is your second trivia question. This one is a quote. All right. So you better wake up. The world you live in is just a sugar-coated topping. There is another world beneath it, the real world, and if you want to survive it, you better learn the to pull the trigger. No. <laughs> Can you repeat the quote, please? Yep. You better wake up. The world you live in is just a sugar-coated topping. There is another world beneath it, the real world, and if you want to survive it, you better learn to pull the trigger. The quote was by Wesley Snipes. Blade. Blade. Uh, Pete got he got it. <laughs> so Pete. All right. So Pete gets the number, the number one, one pick. All right. Let me put you guys in order on my sheet so we don't goof this up. All right. So Jeff, you are picking number nine, number six, and number three. Pete, you are picking number ten. You are picking number seven. 
you're picking number four. And then, of course, number one. That leaves Vinny with number eight, number five, and number two. So, Pete, you are first. Why am I even here? <laughs> All right. You asked for the quote, man. <laughs> so does Pete know how this all works? You you write it down on the card, pass it over to the producer? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yes. All right, good, 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 good. I just, uh, I, did, have... I did kind of want the number one pick, but also having the first pick is also kind of nerve-wracking, I have to say. It is. That that number, uh, the, like that top of the list pick is always weird because like I feel like I need to s- shove in something that Vinny would not like period and i need to get it in the list and i, I that, that's where you do it you do it at that number i don't want to play anymore oh my <laughs> god that's it podcast over just oh cut it god. off shut the, shut it down listen you just paid for a year subscription on podbean you're you're sticking with this dude <laughs> that's a lot of money mm. podbean.com backslash killer platform outer space <laughs> <laughs> also you can find us on the social media i am at nl cypher Vinny is at Cinema of Hops. Mr. Pete is at Swilling Scoundrel. And we got Mad Chef 88, the producer. Um, definitely jump on there. Let us know what's going on. If you uh, if you want any topics talked about, if you want Vinny to just not come to the recordings anymore so that it's just me talking into space. I'm putting one. Uh, it's actually not the bottom one on my list, but I'm kind of putting this. Pete's already jumping the gun. Wow. I'm actually just because I know that someone's going to say something that's not because my bottom one is semi list worthy, but um, it's it's generally not a favorite amongst the community of these movies. So I'm Hmm. just going to put something else on there. The possession community does not agree with these (laughs) films. Vinny, don't you be peeking at his card over there. I see you looking. You're all bummed out. Wait, so you're going with not I'm going with what is actually uh, nine on my list? Okay, no, yeah. fair. That's fair. You play the hand you're dealt. I don't want to play anymore. Why? You're such a sore sport. <laughs> it's like when I was I only have three picks. Like, what am I even doing here? Uh, I, I have Pete. three picks too, dumbass. I'm gonna take a nap. Pete folds his card. That's that's good. He's keeping it. Um, we should give a shout out for that Alice Cooper card game we played. Keep it safe. You give me, you give me these weird names, Pete. It's the name of the movie. Of a, uh, are you holding right. it upside down? No, I got it <laughs> upside. I think I got down. it. I'm just gonna say what I can read on the card, and we'll go from there. All right. So Pete's number ten pick, uh, Origin of Evil. I don't. You're oh, gonna have to say Ouija. what your Ouija. Ouija. Oh, Ouija. 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 Is that is that how Ouija spelled? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Ouija my Origin of Evil <laughs> at number ten. Okay, so Ouija two, Origin of Evil. Wow. Me and Vinny actually very much wow. agree on this movie. We liked it a lot. Is it gonna Wait, be a DQ be already? Way higher. Uh, oh, Pete, you might be get DQ'd. Uh, I ain't DQing it because I, okay. I I don't have the fight in me for it right it's okay. now. I but. didn't actually want my ten. My ten was like my eleven. I and I I just kind of. I kind of wing this one, so we'll talk about um, Ouija, brother. Look, look, it's on the list, right? Um, there's a lot of mo- there's a lot of other movies. Oh, um, oof! And 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 don't get me wrong, and I don't at all want to seem like it, I'm sliding this movie. Um, it may be because I've only seen this movie uh, two times, 
um, but it, it's a hard hitter. And it's a sequel that's not really a sequel. That's kind of a prequel. And it beats the shit out of the original. Um, yeah, don't even watch Ouija. Yeah, terrible. It's, it's a total waste of your time. Like, if this could erase Ouija, um, you know, whatever. Uh, but yeah, so this movie's uh, very cool. Uh, Vinny turned me on to it. You know, he's been... I'm sorry, I just burped into the microphone. <laughs> sorry, um, it happens. Uh you know, Vin- Vinny's uh, long been my uh, true north for asking for new uh, movies in general, but mostly horror movies. So a couple of years ago, you know, he he said that this is like an absolute must watch. Um, it's awesome. It's uh, James James Wan, right? Nah, uh, Mike Flanagan. Mike Flanagan. I don't know why I thought it was James Wan. Love um, Mike Flanagan. Uh, yeah, it's just uh it's really awesome. It turns uh it really it's about basically a broken family mother raising two daughters. Uh she is a medium that kind of scams people out of their money with little tricks and trades. Their daughters convince them to uh convince her to buy a Ouija board as part of her act and the youngest daughter as is true to a lot of these uh movies of the possession kind uh a young girl uh is taken hold of by a spirit and uh one of the things that I've always stayed true to as far as uh horror movies is that kids are creepy as fuck and uh you know always kids always creep the shit out of you and uh this movie doesn't disappoint in that department do you ever think like milton bradley like they made that ouija board right like that was just like a gimmick for them well in the 60s they produced it yeah but i'm saying like in the 60s they made this thing was like oh contact the dead how much free publicity do they get from like it's demonic and now they're making movies about it and like that is, that's insane. Like, yeah. I, I would love to hear, like, the guy that pitched that to Milton Bradley and said, like, hey, man, we got to, like, we got to take this board. It's got, it's just, it's just letters and numbers. And you, uh, you get with your friends and you pretend you're asking it questions. And, like, there's always that dickhead that's going to move the, the triangle and the magnifying glass. And, but, you know, people are going to love it. And then 50 years later, they're making movies about it. That's how you get rich. That's oh, how yeah. you get rich. <laughs> so this movie really disturbed me. Um, this is one of those ones, I mean, leaps and bounds. Leaps and bounds better than the original. Absolutely. I mean, Ouija is not good. Not good at all. And this one is so good. The little girl in this one is terrifying. And there's CGI involved and not the best CGI, but the facial expressions she makes in the background of this movie, like mainly by uh, the scene by the water heater. And there's some other scenes where she's just in the she's in the background, not even center on screen. There's other stuff going on screen. And she's just in the background making these like freaky ass faces with her eyes and her mouth. Terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. And some of her um, 
monologues and dialogues too. This one really shook me. And I think it's a really good possession tale. It was much, much higher on my list. Can I ask uh, how, how wow. much higher? Yeah. Number four for me. Oh wow. Yeah, it's really high. I look, I this is I know this isn't a list that I saw myself getting particularly heated about. Because like I, I, I mentioned to you guys earlier, I have a list. It's not necessarily in order. Um and I was kind of making a game time decision on some things. Um, also knowing that you guys were going to make picks that weren't on my list. So I kind of, you know, I should have known no. that this was Yeah, I mean, I mean, look, you do what you want to do. I don't do. think it's worth making an argument. I, I think it is list worthy. For this yeah, list, absolutely. Sure. Yeah, it, it's list worthy. And, yeah, and this agreed. list, I feel like the only argument is going to be if there's something I don't want on the list. Yeah, it's a it's a very particular subgenre. There is no. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. Like it's it's it, you there's are really bad ones and there's yeah. really good and ones. And like you're possessed or you're not. Jeff, yeah. can I ask where this was on your list? Uh it, it was not on my list at all, but it was in my mentions. Okay. So I also tell you where where the Jeff list is at. I also <laughs> did mention to Vinny also before we came here that my uh sub list is as long as my list. Um just because in general I don't think we actually mentioned this. Uh, but the the reason that I am here is because this is my favorite subgenre of horror. Even uh, even some bad possession movies I find to be quite intriguing. It's just kind of a Agreed. unique yeah uh, take that I I don't really understand why it's so intriguing to me because a lot of this in some of these aspects, not in every single movie, uh, deals with some sort of faith. I'm not necessarily I, I I'm. M- probably what you would consider an atheist. I'm not a very religious man, but I do find the fact that a lot of people believe in this stuff uh, makes it kind of extra creepy. And uh, Yeah, I can, tell you, I can tell you that I have a lot of problems with this subgenre, but not for that reason. Right. Um, we can get into it later. I don't want to spoil anything. But there, th- my biggest problem with this subgenre is very, very particular. So I still, uh, yeah. I still like a lot of them, though. We should get into that. All right. Um, Me, number nine. Ready? All right, Jeff's number nine pick. I'm setting it. I'm setting the tone right here. Demoni. Is that right? Demoni. Demoni. Demons. Ah, demons. Okay. The Italian horror film. Yeah, I mean, like, this belongs on here. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, This takes possessions to a whole other level. Like, the, the level it goes to is insane. It's not like a possession, it's as. Essentially, a zombie movie, right? Like, yeah. If you get like the whole theater, gets yeah, everybody gets possessed, and it's not, um, it's not a zombie thing. It's not, uh, t- to be honest, there's no real story. You just kind of piece it together yourself, and you figure out, you know, th- I guess this is what happened. Um, but it is Italian horror at its finest. Just absolute crazy bullshit happening with some of. The best nasty effects, like you could ask for, right? Like the effects in this movie are insane, and oh yeah, the practical and that like yeah, and, and that's like the Italian way, right? It's like don't ask questions. We just did this fucking sick effect. Who cares why it happened? It's just there. <laughs> the whole the whole movie though is great. There's really no story. It's just a whole lot of w- nonsense essentially happening to like eighties metal. 
Well, you got like Motley Crue. Bill, the, the soundtrack's insane. Motley Crue, Billy Idol, I think uh, Maiden's on it. Like, it's just this insane soundtrack. Um, and it so it all takes place in a movie theater, and it. <laughs> The best part about this movie theater is that everybody in the movie theater is either there to make out, get laid, or do drugs, right? Like, that's the whole point. Like, it's like the pimp and his two hookers. It's the, uh, oh, and uh, I'm getting all excited because I, I love this movie so much. The fucking blind guy. Why is there a blind guy in a movie theater? <laughs> uh, just listen to the... Uh Audio. But then, like his his caretaker, I guess it's like his niece or something. She sneaks off to fuck some dude. Like it, yeah. it's so ridiculous. It's great. That'll happen. And then the end of the movie. Uh, spoiler alerts for anyone who hasn't seen Demoni from 1987 or whatever the hell it came out. This whole shit goes down. The end of the movie. They finally get out of the theater. They jump in that jeep with like that family. And then the chick, like the main character of the movie, in the middle of the credits, turns into a demon, and they fucking blow her head off. And that's it. Like that's, you're like, you feel so ripped off. <laughs> like, like, I watched this whole movie where they were fighting to survive, and now she's dead for no no apparent reason. Um, yeah, just, and it's a, uh, it's hilarious. It, it it's just so funny because like, the other part of this movie that is great to me, being a nerd, is that there's no real credit. There's like six people that wrote it. There's like three people that directed it. So like there's no real sense of like whose movie it is or who did it. It's like um, Argento uh, Lombaza. It's like a bunch of people. It's like a, a coalition of just dudes that wrote it and directed pieces of it. And then you got this goofy ass crazy possession movie. And it totally like as opposed um, to a normal was, possession movie, it's crazy. As far as director, you mean? Yeah, it's like it. it it's like Umberto Lablazo, or maybe Argento. Like it's like a whole bunch of people had hands in it, but nobody wants to take credit for it. Bava. Wow, they saw. Yeah, it's Bava. Bava yeah, 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 yeah. Bava. Yeah, Umberto Bava. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's any. Discrepancy with that. Oh, no, there's big discrepancy with it. Really? Yeah, yeah, look into it. I mean, I know Argento was involved in the screenplay. Yeah, and like Goblins on the soundtrack. and Which is awesome. Yeah. yeah. But if you look into like who directed, who wrote, it's, it's like a whole mess of just people. All right. I better quit yawning over there. You haven't even picked yet. <laughs> All right. So, wait, wait, wait. Slow down. Um, Pete, no thoughts on Demoni? Uh, I have not seen this film. Oh, all right. All right. But it, it oh, is, I, I've added it to my list. Yeah. Italian ridiculousness. Ugh, uh, there was it. a question I wanted to ask before my pick was announced. I forget what it was. <laughs> Great work. Pete, do you have Shudder? I do. Yeah, yeah. Get on the Joe Bob shit. Demoni's on. Uh, it's, all, it's on there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the, um, it's on the original. If you go into the shutter, you go to the original marathon. It's on there. Perfect. All and right. it's fun because you get that Joe Bob shit. That that's yes. the best part of it. Just like the movie could be co- complete garbage, but you get them yeah. Joe Bob facts and stuff. It's fun. So who has the money in the bank? Jeff. I do. 
So you have Money in the Bank and the number two pick, right? No, I no number two. three, yeah. Are you scared or something? So potentially you can Money in the Bank me here. I may not. In the, in this particular... So you have, you have three overall and he has four overall? Yes. Interesting. <laughs> Shout out to Shudder, by the way. Anybody listening that does not have Shudder and likes horror movies, you should at least do like it's, a free trial. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Sure. It's the best money you spend. Like, yeah. All right, uh, producer, continue. All right, <laughs> you sound so excited for this. He's uh, like, like, he's like, shit. He's literally having like convulsions. He's like, I, I don't know what the fuck. Yeah, he really is bummed out about this one. All right, so Vinny's pick. This is number eight, the possession. Number eight. This like the 2012 one. Yeah. Mm. I'll allow it. Anybody? I'll allow it. <laughs> I'm a fan. Uh, I'm I, the one that has the power. But no, I'll, I'll go with it. Do you want me to... At number eight. I'll, 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 should I comment on it before you comment? All right, hold on. Well, let me, yeah, let me go first. Yeah. <laughs> so, The Possession. This is um, a unique one because it's of uh, Jewish folklore. Uh, it is a haunted box that's captivating a... Dibbick. A yeah, Dibbick. The, the Dibbick box. And um, I think we may have seen this together in college, maybe. No, 2012, we were out of college, I guess. Uh, we might have. Possibly. It was till end. Yeah. So the rewatch for this for this episode was the first time I've seen it since its release. Um, it, is, um, it is quite spooky. It is very, very scary. It's got good imagery. The... Uh, CGI is at a minimum. It's got good facial imagery. It has Negan from Walking Dead doing his thing. Oh, uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yeah. And great, great actor. Which is uh, distracting at this point now because I'm so used to him as Negan. So hearing his voice, it makes me hate the face. It's funny because he's always going to be the comedian from Watchmen to me. Always. Yeah. Yeah. But he lost that for me. Like mm. he was the comedian in Watchmen, but then he became Negan in in um, he, Walking Dead. He's just... such a good actor too. Like he's I, very good. I, sidebar. Like God great, damn, he's a good great. actor. He's like he transcends the genre. Like he can go do like TV, like he did, like The Good Wife and that shit. But doesn't matter because he can always come back to horror and just he will be beloved. He's just so good at it. He's you a very good face actor. Yeah. He can now, say a lot with a smirk. I yeah. was going to say he's a great face actor, but he is not, not a good crier. Uh, pro- <laughs> he cried in this movie because he was, uh, I mean, you have to know the plot and everything, but he, he he's begging the Jewish high priest to help him, and he's, he's crying, and I wasn't buying it at all. Like It was it was bad face acting. He was, yeah, but when he was struggling with when the When you're that... Badass, but he, he's not supposed to be badass. I, I know, but he just is a badass. But uh, the daughter did a great job being super creepy in this. I love the whole Jewish element. Um, great, great imagery, and shit. There was something else I had for this. <laughs> oh, the score. 
So the score is a negative mark. The score was really well done. Did anyone watch this like recently for the episode? Yes, I rewatched it for this episode. So the score was like super dramatic and super over the top for this movie, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It was kind of weird. Like, I thought he was like someone like big time. I was like, oh, like maybe he's just like someone really noteworthy, and yeah, he was going big for it. And then I looked, and I was like, oh, his credentials aren't that great, and he just went big with this one. Like, you would have like minor scenes with like uh, like dialogue or like somewhat scary scenes, and he's going bomb, 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 like just like really big with the score of scary. So, uh. This movie, for me, uh, I saw it in the theater, which uh, anytime uh, you see a movie in the theater above watching it at home gives you a much bigger hit. You know, the sounds hit you, the the jump scares hit you. Um, So I remember seeing this in the theater, and it was like a big, I was like, this movie's fucking awesome. Like, it it like, you know, freaked me out. Like Vinny said, the, um, the girl who was the possessed girl, like, perfect. Uh, pick for that like she had like just like the I mean I don't know how how if if it's weird to describe a young I don't know she was probably like 11 or 12 in this movie but she just had that perfect like she looked fucking creepy I mean you know they end up as the possession progresses they had like dark eye makeup and all that shit yeah Um, CGI but she just had the perfect look for a a girl that you could look at and like oh no wait that like if, if she were to like turn your head like a like do like a Michael Myers turn of the head to you in public and she was just a girl would probably freak you out kind of thing um so uh yeah uh for me I rewatched the, it was on my I made basically a large list I did some rewatching and actually rewatching this movie actually took it off my list slightly only because I felt like it's a, it's like an hour and a half movie and it kind of like it's good. I think I don't I'm not saying it's not list worthy or anything like that cuz it's good and I like the fact that it's different uh bringing the the Jewish dibbic box into it it uh makes it unique in in the fact of of possession movies because usually you have like oh this person's possessed this priest comes in they do an exorcism this was like a different thing the guy came in he did like you know it, it's just like a different story the on hospital the- scene is what got me yeah yeah and that's, that's super really creepy. well done yeah and he does a, and he does a lot of the uh, super creepy and he does this like in the morgue with the red light and he all does that. this crazy like i think it's like a thing in like uh hardcore uh like orthodox jewish tradition where you like shake back and forth yeah like what's with that I don't, I don't i asked stephanie about that i was like why why what, like what's with all the shaking i'm not really sure but like that to me like it just added an element of of uh surprise so uh yeah that was that made this movie cool uh jeffrey dean morgan agreed great great yeah i mean for me the, the it was the little girl she killed it very like, convincing as a uh, scary possessed child, and would you say she was better than the orphan girl? Yes, really. Yeah, I think I, that mm, that's tough. That's, that's not possessed. I understand that, but like just the the acting 
in general. Well, it's different. It's like the girl from, from the orphan was scary because, like, holy shit, she's an adult. But she did such a, a good child. job. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I just when you see child actors, that's how you do it. Like you just she didn't have to do as much as the orphan. Gotcha. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah, they're making an orphan sequel, by the way, with her, and she's like thirty years old right now. <laughs> Interesting. So that'll be fun. Not sure if this one will last or not, but we'll see. <laughs> Doctor Love, where are we at, brother? All right, we are at number seven. This is Pete's pick, and he chose Stigmata. Ooh, wow! So I'm just gonna go out on a limb right now. I used to have friends who would be like, "I like horror movies." You ever see Stigmata? And I would shit on them. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a pretty fucking good movie this movie is scary <laughs> shit on me. It, it is so I, I forgot about this one and didn't even include it i thought this was my one that i thought that Vinny wouldn't uh consider the thing that kills stigmata for me is that it's not evil uh, right like yes. like that's like yes the deal no. yes and no um so i rewatched this yesterday to make sure that it could fit um because it's it is one of my favorite movies of this genre it also hits on a different level of uh um of being so insanely 90s oh my god yeah of, yeah it, it, it came, very out, came out in 99 which gabriel Byrne, patricia yeah. arquette it yeah, doesn't yeah. get more 90s than that so it came out in 99 which means it's probably filmed in you know like early 98 or however movies work um but just like just like the the cinematography and like the the cuts of the scenes that yeah. are always like there's some like techno song playing between takes and you <laughs> see like some like bright colors and um i immediately knew uh within like the first 20 minutes that i'm like this is right um so this movie is about uh for those of you that don't know the stigmata are is a, are uh things that are um experienced by uh people it's the signs of of the uh crucifixion of christ so a person all of a sudden has these marks on their hands or wrists there they find lash marks on their back thorn marks on their forehead that sort of thing and uh at gabriel byrne in this movie is a scientist uh, who eventually be who then becomes a priest and then becomes a group part of a group of the Catholic sect that uh, is either there to prove or disprove miracles and uh, the study of people who uh, that were then to become saints and such. Uh, and what's interesting is he says in the movie he comes to meet Patricia Arquette who is just like it's like peak Patricia Arquette. I know that like. This is like yeah. You know, I was in love. Th- with this Pat- show is a fan of Patricia Arquette. I was in love she's with so, Patricia Arquette. She's like so attractive in her own way. Um, you know, she's like maybe got some jacked up teeth, but that maybe adds to her whole aura. Maybe her brother's David Arquette. Yeah. I don't know. You know, Who there's, there's also, problems, but uh, low key. You know, a yeah, hardcore, baby, we have problems, wrestler. but we can still get married. <laughs> um, so uh, she out of nowhere after being gifted a cross given to her by her, uh, a cruci- uh, what do they call it? Um, whatever a crucifix by her mother, 
uh, was it then is suddenly stricken a day later by uh, holes that go through all the way on her wrists. Um, Gabriel Byrne is then sent after she has an attack on the subway where a priest witnesses her just being whipped when there's no one there to whip her. And then he says there, uh, there's no way that you're experiencing the stigmata because you're not a person of faith. She says she's an atheist. He says it only happens to people that are absolutely devout Christians. And then other things happen. And uh, he does explain that people who historically have experienced the stigmata do have uh, very uh, intense demonic experiences. And there is at least one scene in this movie where you could argue that she is demonically possessed. Yeah. But regardless, that's the, the end, best she, part of the movie, by yes, the way. Yeah, yeah. She like does like a huge, like wrist slashing. Yeah. And she asks him, she's like, you know, what do you say about this priest and all this stuff? Starts speaking Latin and stuff. Yeah, she starts speaking Latin and Aramaic, and it's really creepy. And uh, regardless, she was inevitably uh, possessed by this uh, priest who had just died, who was featured in the beginning of the movie. Um, But uh, to make a long story short, this movie I saw... In 1999, I would have been uh, 10 years old, depending on what point of the year. And uh, it, cr- I saw it, you know, I remember renting it from Blockbuster Video shortly after it came out. Watch it with my brother. It creeped the shit out of me because, like, her eyes rolled in the back of her head. does all that crazy shit. And, uh, yeah, I think, I think it's... Uh, That's a good one. It was one of my best friend's favorite horror movies, so... That's what I said. Like I was always like, it's barely a horror movie, man. But it, it's it's something to watch. Like it, it, it's creepy as fuck. What number is that? That, that was seven. Number seven. It's now Jeff's pick at number oh, six. Well, I thought you were gonna going to say something, and then you reach for your paper. So I <laughs> number six. He nervous? My nervous? No, I, I'm very confident about my my picks. Right. You goofball. Are you ready to go? Mm-hmm. Were there with All right. The, Jeff's number six with pick. With your hoodie. The Cast Exorcism. Last. <laughs> oh, you... What the hell? <laughs> the <laughs> Last Exorcism. See, Pete, see what you, you do? Think, why would you think it's Cast? <laughs> I don't the know last, horror the movies. The Last Exorcism 2. The Last Exorcism. I will start by saying... I, I have, will start by saying I'm thinking about DQing. Yeah, yeah. so... I. Had a big problem with this movie once I saw that it was produced by Eli Roth. <laughs> and I was like, why do I like... This is the second Eli Roth movie in like That's three months that I liked. But I very, very much enjoyed the angle they take. It is a reverend in Louisiana who has completely lost faith in God. But he knows that he can serve a purpose. There's people... He doesn't believe in demons. He doesn't believe in God. He doesn't believe in the devil. But he was brought up by a reverend. His his dad was a reverend. He became a reverend. And he saw that there's people that think they are possessed by demons. And if they think that, he could provide a service to get them demons out of them. And whether he believes it or not, they feel better afterwards. He gets paid. He takes care of his family. He feeds his family. And that's that. 
I really liked the angle that they took with it. Um, the movie itself is is pretty. Uh, it keeps you guessing because you do have this. Um, it's a farmer and his two kids. Uh, he's a son and a daughter. The daughter is the one who is quote unquote possessed. The son is totally against it. He's like, get these people the fuck out of here. But then he finds out that the exorcist is a fraud. Um, I guess I rewind real quick. The, uh, the, 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 the gist of the movie is that this guy, this, um, reverend is ready to just call it quits. And he wants to expose the exorcism world for what it is. So he wants to take this, this camera crew on a, um, one last like hurrah where he just shows them what he does and like how he fakes it and makes these people feel better about themselves. Um, we get like the dad who is isolated. It's like a farmer. He is an old school Christian or whatever. And he doesn't want his kids exposed to anything that isn't straight up from the Bible. Then the son is like, I don't care about any of this. Just don't hurt my sister. And the sister is the one who's possessed and she is like doing stuff, but doesn't remember it. Uh, she's like mutilating cattle and all that shit. Um, so you, Jiminy crickets. What was that? Some pig squeals over there. Sorry. Mutilating cattle. Oh my God. <laughs> Y'all possessed. <laughs> um, the, uh, the gist of the movie is this dude, this uh, fake exorcist, he, he comes down to this farm in Louisiana and he exercises this girl and he does his little tricks and, and all that shit and it all goes haywire. Um, and then... Are we going spoilers on this one? Like, what do you want to do on this? Like, like there's some um, I think we could spoil. Go ahead and spoil. All right. Uh, Bold enough. We get into this... The, this whole thing where the uh, they think the the dad is banging the daughter because they find out she's pregnant, and there's like an incest angle, and the fake exorcist and all his camera crew and stuff are now stuck in this house with this girl who is truly possessed, and they find. Um, solace and like the local minister and like please just come out and like talk to dad into like this they they actually think she's like psychologically messed up so they they're like please come out and like tell him that she she needs help she needs like a doctor blah 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 um crazy stuff happens they get to the point where the minister finally comes out and they think all is well and then all is not well Long story short, the local quote-unquote minister is uh, trying to bring the devil back to life via this girl's womb, and uh, he succeeds. <laughs> um, it's pretty intense in that in that sense. I think they did a really good job. They didn't so much go found footage. I mean, it's like doc style. Semi. Yeah, it's like documentary style, uh, but it's not like this whole like this is what happened and this is the story. It, it starts off as just a documentary. Um, I like the idea that 
they don't concede. They s- stick to what um, earlier in the movie, the the girl who's possessed, she makes these paintings, and like this is what's gonna happen, and that's what happens. Um, and there's no um, there's no prologue, which it makes it more believable. Like they don't say like this girl birthed the devil, and then this is what happened. It's like nope, th- this girl we we we, we have the 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 footage Abil- of what Abilam. <laughs> the Abalam, yeah. The, the the fake Latin demon that uh the guy made up. But you get the here's what happens. It happened. And that's that's what we got on tape. I like that. It's like a semi found footage, semi documentary. And I don't know, it, it it was it was just a good angle. I thought that it was different than a lot of um, possession movies. However, this comes to my problem with possession movies is that there's a whole lot of found footage in this genre. Yeah, why? It's weird. I don't know. Found I don't put it as lashed on to the demon subgenre. Yeah, I don't know. I think it was uh it's just easier for people to make a fake documentary about this kind of stuff than a exorcist style movie. Um so uh this this landed right maybe this landed right around where I had it for my list. Um rewatched it yesterday actually. Uh I actually thought it would be higher on my list because I remember this movie like supremely freaking me out when I first saw it in theaters when it came out. Uh Again, to something I mentioned earlier, a perfect casting of a girl that is supremely creepy. Oh, for sure. Uh, I mean, she's just like a very... I mean, they don't like put makeup on her or anything like that. She's just like... She's just like a very plain face, but when but when it comes to the creepy scenes, she's like absolutely on point. Oh, all the contortioning and, 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 and stuff. And then does some like really crazy contortioning that yeah. like, I don't know if they hired her because she could do that stuff, but there's some really weird neck shit that goes on. Um, when they actually do like a semi-real exorcism in the barn, uh, some shit, you know, just gets real creepy. Then, um, just like uh, Jeff mentioned, I I like this movie because it's done different. You know, it's not just the this person's possessed. We're coming to do an exorcism. It had a totally different angle to it. Um, it. Uh, also, the guy who played the pastor did—he was just so likable. Yeah, and uh, like you—you you got it. Like it wasn't—you didn't like you weren't like mad at him for being like I do this for my family. Yeah. Like you were like, yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah, and mm-hmm. he had a reason behind everything. You know, he explains in the movie. And I don't know if you made this connection or if you watched the show, but he's also like the partner of Saul's brother's firm in Better Call Saul. No, I never watched that. So yeah, he, I'm a huge Bob Odenkirk fan. So I, just, I remember. Yeah, I, I so, watched Better Call so I I watched Better Call Saul, and I I was like for the longest time I was like, where the fuck have I seen this guy? And then I I somehow made the connection. I don't know if I was just like searching IMDb or whatever, and I was like, oh, he was the pastor in, uh, you know, uh, Last Exorcism. So yeah, this movie's been creepy to me for a long time. It's also like a it's like an hour and twenty seven minutes. 
It's not even like a full 90. Oh, yeah. It's, I think it's 90, um, 96 minutes or something. Like it, that. it has a lot of, you know, it, it involves the per, the people who are like also like the fake sound guy and the fake camera person. They're involved. There's some really creepy, like, she she takes uh, hold of the camera at one point when everyone's oh, asleep. Oh, yeah. And she some, kills and, the cat. And some crazy shit yeah. happens. So, you know, it has all of those um, creepy sh- things that happen. Um, I mean,. If anyone hasn't seen, it, I don't want to reveal too much. I mean, we've revealed some, but it's it's definitely creepy. The end is great. It's not. I. I mean, it's it's a, a, a possession. The ending. It's not like you need it. The ending is really bad. It's really bad. You don't yeah. like it. You don't like that. No. I love it. I love a. Right. I, mean, I love a non happy ending sometimes. Yeah, I was gonna say it's it's, yeah, it's but, one of the better. Well, as far as this list, the ending has nothing to do with it being a. Possession movie absolutely does. Well, only except for the about? fact that the ending is revealed halfway through the movie before you even know it. Yeah, and then it comes to fruition. She births. What? She births the devil. She has these pictures that she drew on the wall of, and they all they all die. Yeah, they all die the way she drew it. People that are all dismembered. Yeah, and they're all like, "Oh, that would suck." They're filming it. They find these pictures. Like, "Oh, that's creepy." But yeah. Let's just keep doing this. Whatever. Vinny doesn't like it. All right, on Ace to the number five pick. This one is Vinny's pick, The Conjuring. Oh, number five. Yeah, number five. All right. Okay. Hi. Hi. Were they higher, lower? No, no. It's it's about where. Um, it's just one of the few big blockbuster possession movies. So, gotta think about. Yeah, it. I mean, this one. I mean. Opa, this yeah, one scared good. the shit it, out of me. It's a goodie. <laughs> there is some terrifying scenes. The the mom being possessed by the witch. Yeah. Uh, the basement scene where she just gets full blown, taken over. Oh yeah. Holy shit. This is um, we 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 argued kind of a couple weeks ago where I was like, it takes a lot for me to like go to the movies and see a movie in the theater. This is one like you need like the sound alone in these these movies, especially this one, the first one, um, makes it so much better. It's uh, the perfect combination of haunted house and demonic possession, uh, and demonic possession, which we rarely see from a witch. Uh, there's like spooky stuff going on in the house throughout the whole movie with the mom, with the daughters, uh, the big uh, closet thing in the daughter's room, the mom with the the clap, creepy. But then full blown in that basement scene where she's full bloom. I mean, she's full bloom possessed. Like that's that's scary stuff. Yeah, when the uh, when the room's shaking and she's on the armoire, oh my god, that was that was no, wild. no, no. I, well, yeah, so no. I'm saying like that was that that for me was like that. Oh, yeah, oh, so good. Um, many creepy creepy moments. Yeah, and um, Conjuring Two. Not to get off topic here, but that follows up very well. And I don't the know third if I've one, seen that. I don't think I've seen two or three. Well, three is 
There is Dro- no three. Yeah, three's dropping on HBO Max. Oh, okay. uh, two. Two two's worth watching though. Oh yeah, a lot of okay. people go but w- but one between the other, which is better. Huh, very, okay, very I mean I, that first. Yeah, it, it was people good. make the argument that two is even scarier than the first one. Oh wow, it's uh, it's good. I mean, there's some creepy weird shit going on that one too. Yeah, I like that movie. I I love that we saw it in the theater. Um, I love Patrick Wilson in it. I love the whole gist that the the husband he's not buying it. Yeah, I, I it was good. Yeah, he's he's doing his his uh, truck driving. And he's like, well, I, you guys are probably just freaking out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, the the sound design for this movie made it so worth seeing in the theater. Like wh- I remember when she's on the armoire. So you got that close up of the, she's like the, the little girl I think it is. She's in bed and the room's shaking and like you're in the, when we were in the theater like I was like what is happening? Like the sound was so crazy. And then they go to that 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 pan up the armoire and she's mm-hmm. on top of it and you're mm-hmm. like oh my fucking like yeah. it was it, yeah, it freaked me the fuck out. Yeah. Also anytime there's a basement like this movie features like a, a extremely creepy basement. That's always a uh, you know creator of of uh, creepy thrills. The basement is not to be messed with. Ever. Yeah, and it's like that whole but that whole uh, possession scene where she's her face is changing and they're trying to pull the demon out of her. The sheet over her, uh, great scene. Yeah, scared the crap out of me. There's a lot of good stuff going on in this movie, and especially because it was kind of like a, it was like the James Wan, if this ain't the one, you're done kind of deal. Like, right? Like, because he had done Saw, he had done Death Sentence, and this was like his first return to like a big budget theater movie. Well, this was after Insidious, so. Wait, what, what? What? He was doing just fine. He did, he did saw. He did death sentence. He did. Uh, what was the one with the puppets that underperformed? No, the, yeah, the, that's trash. I know what you're talking about. Is that trash? It's great. No, Dead Silence. Dead Silence. Yeah, no. Great movie. What? Are you kidding me? Oh, okay. That movie's terrifying. Okay, cool. I, if I made Dead Silence, you're telling me they're gonna give me a budget for another movie? I'm telling you, that sounds <laughs> could be on this list. Okay, continue. Nah, it's not. But um, I'm pretty sure Insidious was before Conjuring, no? Am I wrong? Anybody? Uh, I haven't seen Dead Silence. I want to say from memory that you're probably correct. But no, I'm, no. I'm not. I remember Dead Silence being like a bust. And, and Insidious. I'm saying Insidious was before Conjuring. Yeah, 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 yeah. Insidious was before Conjuring, but that's not James Wan. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Big time. Insidious? Yes. With Patrick Wilson. Big time. I, uh, I'm, Big I'm, time. I'm, I'm going. Look it up, bro. <laughs> Go to the internet. <laughs> Go to the internet. Because Insidious is not that good. It's it one is of good. it's so overrated. It's not overrated. Ugh, it's a, 
When's the last time you astral projected? <laughs> mm, yes, sir. Really? How was it? Where'd you go? Do you have any more mushrooms? <laughs> <laughs> How much shit did you smoke? Yeah, Insidious was like... Hold on, here we go. Written by Lee Wannell. That's what I was thinking about. Lee Winnell. Whatever. What'd you call him, Lee Wannell? Lee Wannell. <laughs> yeah, Lee Wannell. Winnell. But, I mean, he's the guy, right? Like, he is... He's the one to punch with. Yeah. He's one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Juan is... Uh, he. I mean, he's he's gone off on his own, and he's done a lot of great things. But... Mortal I, Kombat? For, for whatever reason, I just did not think Insidious was James Wan. Which is weird, because, like, to go from Insidious to The Conjuring and use Patrick Wilson in both, that, that's like a... I think there was a decent space between at least the birth of uh insidious and the conjuring no like yeah a, like a five-year gap yeah there's, so. there's a gap but like I mean, but patrick wilson to right, use right. patrick wilson in both in that big a capacity True. and have that and he's never an actor si- that you would necessarily be like this is a horror movie yeah and it's such a similar concept like yeah. look good on him man i gotta watch the invisible man i gotta watch uh what, who 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 directed the Invisible Man? Uh, not one. He produced it. Lee Wanell. <laughs> no, not Lee Wanell. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. I was it trying was, to, yeah, I was tra- it was Lee Wanell. I was trying to make you say it again. He really best. really fucked that joke up. Thanks, guy. <laughs> Sorry. Um. So. Just quick on The Conjuring, for me, it was a little lower on my list, not out of dislike or anything. It was on my um, my 10. Uh, I tend, in, in movies as uh, of this kind, I tend to lean more like uh, Jeff is like less is more, kind of, uh, like not so much the big budget, but they do it really well with The Conjuring. The second one is also very good. I haven't watched any of the spinoffs because they just seem intensely corny. <laughs> Annabelle. The I feel like Annabelle is going to be like Vinny's number not, one. I I feel like uh, I feel like um, those are a reach. They certainly could be good. Uh, I just like I don't know. Even though historically in the in the true story of all the Conjuring lore the doll of Annabelle is like a real haunted thing. You can visit. like Oh yeah. Zach Baggins, baby. Yeah. You can visit their house. Like he may come up later. (laughs) Um, So uh, yeah, no, uh, I just saw a thing recently about like how you can visit their house where they have all these haunted things and you're not allowed to photograph Annabelle. Annabelle's kept in like a thick glass case. It's actually just like a, like a Pippi Longstockings doll or something. Hmm. Uh, the real thing. Or not Pippi. Like, uh, like Raggedy Ann. Raggedy Ann. Raggedy Ann, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, um, and and there's like a, this lore about uh, people who have like snapped pictures of it without asking, have like gotten in car crashes after. Who knows if that shit's true. But um, it also adds, it adds to a nice, it adds to a, uh, 
a whole thing. Uh, so uh, I handed I handed uh, Doctor Love my my next pick. Uh, <laughs> but if it, does, does anybody before I want to do a, a quick intro to my next pick before, if, unless anyone else has something to say about the no, Conjurer. yeah, yeah, do, do what you gotta do. So this my next pick, I feel it's absolutely list worthy, and I it was a little lower on my own list. I couldn't put it any higher. I don't think I'm putting it on uh, hoping that other things that I could have put in its place uh, make it. But if not, it doesn't. I just think it's uh, list worthy. And if it gets, I mean, it certainly could be money in the bank, whatever, but so what number at? That's all I want to say. Four is four, right? This is four. Maybe if you would stay awake, you would notice. But he's about to get the nerf gun. My man is, Falling asleep in the seat. <laughs> this is pathetic. I feel like I'm not. <laughs> really? You, you were very relaxed you were, over you were there. Very, yeah, you were very <laughs> relaxed. Just because I lean back in the chair. And close your mean? eyes. <laughs> pull your hat down. And go limp. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So are we ready for number, number four? Number four. Pete? All right. So Pete's pick number four, Deathgasm. Oh, oh, curveball! I didn't even think about this. God damn! So initially, you know, everything's depending on picks. I probably not that it's not deserving of a number four. I mean, it's certainly it. It's not out of place. I maybe would have put it closer to a seven. Uh, uh, solely because of of other things that exist, but um. I think based on my preferences of movies, the people that I'm here with, I did not think that this would be a frown down upon. Um, this is a Australian, Australian or New Zealand? I think it's New Zealand. All right. So this is a movie out of New Zealand that uh, I think got its push because of Shudder. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was Netflix. I thought it was a Netflix original. I don't, I, I don't so. think it's an original to either one, but I think it eventually got put on Shutter. I got you. Okay. Because I watched it for the first time probably like two years ago, and it was like brand new. Yeah, I, that's about I when I, I watched it. And I think it, yeah. I rented it on video on demand. Um, but uh, it has one of my favorite quotes. I, I don't have the exact quote in front of me. Um but I'll, I'll get to it. But there's there's a it's just about some fucking metalheads. Specifically, there's like one metalhead kid in a family. His family is a bunch of Bible bangers. Don't understand what the fuck he's into. He goes to a record store. He meets some cool people. He finds some cool records. And then there's this. Uh, it's been I watched so I watched this movie. Uh, rewatch it back in October. I didn't rewatch it specifically for this, but there's like this specific band. I'm not going to remember the exact name. It's some metal ass name. I'm sure. Um, and they, and they go to the, like the, the house of the old lead singer and they find this sheet of music. Now this sheet of music just so happens to, uh, unleash evil and the devil and the dead and all the, and, and possess people. And, uh, during they, they play this song. 
he and his band play this song. Uh, the whole town essentially gets possessed. They have to kill each other's parents. They have to do all this brutal shit. It's fucking awesome. Brutal. It's, it's, it, there's a sequel coming eventually. Uh, as far as I know, no no date has been announced. Just that there will be a sequel. Um, because all the main cast of characters uh, essentially survive. Spoiler. But there is a scene that's just... Uh, if anybody listens to this and does not uh, listen to metal or punk music or anything where somebody somebody might scream into the microphone or whatever, there's a scene. Uh, the 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 main character who just so happens to be in this scene be wearing uh corpse paint, black metal corpse paint, is sitting on the bench with this very pretty young blonde girl in a white dress, and he asks her if she likes metal. And she says, I don't really understand it. And he says, you know, sometimes it just feels like there's someone else out there that understands what I'm going through. That's paraphrasing. I don't know if that's the exact quote. But that describes anybody that listens to heavy metal music or anything like that. Because they're not always just talking about the devil or Satan or, you know or burning churches sometimes they're just talking about shit that they're going through and this movie brings that up yeah and that's some real shit yeah i agree fully and death gasm is a great pick because i didn't realize it is a uh it is possession yeah did it i didn't even think about it yeah i didn't even think about it. and then like you stood up. You got the shirt on. You're wearing your Deathgasm shirt right now. Had you guys thought about it, where would you place it? High. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right, so I'm glad I put it at four. Um, it made it to four. Four is a great spot. Yeah. It. 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 Um. What's the word like? It was like a. I didn't huh? know. I, like, I, I'm trying to think of the word, but like I didn't know what it was. I just saw it and I was like, "Oh, death metal." I'm gonna watch that. I'm I'm probably gonna watch that. So I even said to Vinny when I got I got to his house today and I got out of the car, I looked at the shirt he was wearing, and I said I almost wore that shirt and I knew that somehow I somehow knew you were gonna wear that shirt because we have the same shirt from Studio House, <laughs> and I assumed that he was wearing it because he knew that it was a fucking possession movie, <laughs> but I guess not. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't even thinking of it. Uh, this is Vinny we're talking about. This is also Vinny who ran into the. Owner of Studio House and didn't uh, know that it was the well, owner. I wouldn't. Of I wouldn't know them if I ran into them. Yeah, but I mean, it's he, not like they ever uh, post a picture of themselves. No. Yeah. Yeah, but he like talked he, to me. He's and, got like a beard. <laughs> yeah, well, he's got like a beard and like hair. He was all like, he wears love, like white t-shirts. Shirt. I was like, yeah, it's a great shirt. I bought it from so and so. And he's like, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I know. I know. I know that's where you got it. He's got like brown hair. <laughs> he wears like t-shirts sometimes <laughs> um, hey, if you're listening we love you we're all supporters of studio house design yeah he lives out in germantown man he's a, it's probably my favorite representer it, it, it is my favorite t-shirt company anyway uh death gasm goddamn love this movie it is a possession tale can't argue that and the love story going on they are possessed by metal yeah. Metal. The love story going on, the deceit with... Shitty friend. 
The oh, shitty he's friend. He's the worst. He is the worst. I hate the movies where the shitty friend just like puts on the, the shittiest lies and gets the girl. Ugh, it drives me nuts. Yeah, but then he also is like forgiven somehow, which is kind of bullshit. Makes me crazy. Must be some New Zealand thing. thought it was Australian. Well, that's what I said, but then you <laughs> no, said he I, thought it was New Zealand. Think it's, it's one or the other. Pretty sure it's from, I'm pretty sure it's from Ireland. So I used to work with a guy from New Zealand, and I didn't have any jokes, so we just hit him with a bunch of Australian jokes. It worked all the same. So. <laughs> Deathgasm <laughs> is a 2015 New Zealand comedy hey, horror New Zealand. film. Okay. Thanks, producer. You're welcome. That's, That's what I'm here for. They all say, Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> We should get. Oh, no. We should uh, absolutely do a New Zealand horror list one night. <laughs> really? Why? Why are you saying really? Oh, no. All right. Are we ready for number three? Yes. All right. Number three. We are back to Jeff. Jeff's final pick on the list, uh, and it's going to be Night of the Demons. Okay. Correct. Yeah, I know I'm correct. Goddamn! This is '80s fucking excellence this is probably the only possession movie with fucking so much nudity and sex in it i don't think i've ever seen a possession movie with this much sex in it right like everybody's just fucking oh, each other it's sexy <laughs> it is sex say um there, there's <laughs> there's, not, there's not a whole lot going on here it's a uh, girls having a party they go to the local haunted house to have the party they're like, oh, let's do a seance. And then chaos ensues, right? Like, it's just uh, a bunch of crazy 80s bullshit. But the best part of the movie is the beginning and the end. You know what I'm talking about? No. All right. So you get the old guy, and they find all the, the razor blades he has with the apples. Oh. And then he goes home at night. After the very end of the movie, he gets home, and he's trying to get some of that. His wife made some sweet apple pie, and he eats it, and he gets all the razors in his mouth, and the wife's just like, happy Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> so that is like the, the, the front and the end, but the, the middle is just insanity. It is 80s silliness, just like naked people, sex, uh, demons. How how did the demons even come out? Like through a mirror, right? It's like they look in the mirror, and the 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 the, the demon comes and possesses the one girl, and then it just it's all hell breaks loose. Yeah, there's no rhyme or reason. It's just no. It's great. Um. Uh, what's her name? Ugh, I can't remember her name. Stop you. Why Angela? are you? Why are you yawning like that? Angela. No, I'm not thinking of Angela. I'm thinking of, uh, not Stooge, but, oh my God, someone help me out. Screen Queen, uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night. Wow, everyone's very not helpful what? right now. I'm writing my card. <laughs> that takes a lot of energy. Yeah. Um. Linnea Quigley. Jesus Christ, you guys are the worst. Yeah. You want me I don't know people's names. 
You're both just sitting there staring at me. I'm writing cards over here. You're writing cards. I don't, I don't know a lot about this movie. Oh, really? I I, I, I've seen it, but it was a long time ago. Oh. I've only seen it once. You know where you should have seen it? The Mahoning Drive-In Theater, where we saw it on 35 millimeter, which was amazing. Brag. That was a brag, by the way. <laughs> um, well deserved brag. Yeah, it, it literally, like it's not, it's not changing the world. It's there's no, you know, crazy story. It's just 80s fun, um, boozing at a party, and the 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 demons take over, and then you, you get some goofy shit in the between. I love it. Um, I think uh, it was written by a guy from like West Philly. As a matter of fact, yeah, he's like <laughs> a pretty bad drug problem, and he is kind of trying to milk it, but it's not going so well. Call him out. What's his name? I, I honestly don't know his name. Uh, <laughs> our buddy Ryan Thomas. I'll call him out. He was supposed to come be a guest on the show. Uh, he was the one who told me he, he actually will be. Never he went to up, a, huh? Uh, yeah, basically that, that, that's how the guests work we on the show. We never invited him. We absolutely did. We were supposed to do zombies with him. Yeah, but he had something going on. Uh, he had some stuff. But uh, he went to a Q&A with the guy, and he was just, like, strung out. And he was – people were like – like, he did not care. Like, this dude was like, he's not in the system. He wrote that movie, and that's about it. <laughs> and uh, there was a lot of, like, oh, why did this person get that part? And had a lot to do with, like, sex. <laughs> Sexons. <laughs> Sexons. Vinny, you're up next, man. I'm glad nobody knows about Night of the Demons. Jesus Christ. Nobody knows about it? Well, he said he doesn't know. What do you know? Bring it on. Give me something. I know it's great. It was my number five pick. <laughs> um, It's a great possession. It was my comedy pick of the list. Oh, yeah. Uh, is near and dear to my heart. Night of the Demons Two is also high ranking. I've me. never seen that. That that's I've never seen the sequels. Angela just goes wild in that one. <laughs> Angela. <laughs> um. Yeah. This one has great. Uh. uh Christ, what the hell's it called? Jeffrey. You're ruining it. I'm drunk. You're ruining <laughs> Physical, not comedy. Physical effects. Practical effects? Practical <laughs> effects. Thank you. Can I oh ask, my is this God. Is this the longest episode ever? No. Uh, no. No. This is the longest. That's what well, by, the, by the end of it, it's on the way to be. Right? By the yeah. end of it, it may be the longest. This is the longest. longest Vinny grasping for words that he might. <laughs> this understand one has great episode. practical effects. I love the makeup effects in this one. It's uh, well done by you. So I'm choosing number two. Yeah. God damn, you're retarded. <laughs> it's making me nervous. I think I know what this is. No offense, to any retards. I out might there. not. Who has the number one pick? Pete. I, <laughs> Pete. I do. Alright, I trust Pete. But do you trust I, mean, I hope I know I hope that means that this might not be what I think it is. I trust it. Pete that this might be his his number one, but we'll figure it out. There's only one number one. Allegedly. 
Number two pick, Vinny's pick, Exorcism of Emily Rose. And I will money in the bank that right now. Are you serious? Yep. Why? Because, you ready to write this down, Dr. Love? Yep. The Evil Dead 2. This, you better me. I don't. I don't have to argue. One. I don't have to argue shit. I, I'm money in the bank, you. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and go outside and smoke because this you're is you're really arguing Evil Dead over Emily Rose. How about yeah. you finish the list first and then you go out and smoke? <laughs> All right. Yeah. The the Evil Dead two, where everything gets possessed at all times. Hands. Deer heads on the wall, rocking chairs. Look at him rubbing his face. He's so sad. <laughs> I mean, it could be number eight, nine. What? Over Emily Rose? The courtroom it? drama? What does Pete say about this? Pete, weigh in here. What are your thoughts about the money in the bank? Uh, totally fine. Yeah, yeah. if you're that mad, win money in the bank next time. (laughs) Evil Dead 2 over Emily Rose any day of the the week, dude. Like this, the the whole movie is possessions. Ash gets possessed. His hand gets possessed. Everything gets possessed. This is one girl that some priest fucked up an exorcism on, and it, you know, he was probably trying to rape her or something. I don't know. That's weird, but. You're so angry at <laughs> I have nothing. This movie has no place being number two in this list. Would you be uh, more happy if I said Evil Dead? I would not. Evil Dead 2. Everybody in the world knows that Evil Dead 2 is like one of the greatest possession movies of all time. Because of the uh, introduction of the chainsaw. Oh, yes. Yes. Hey. We just hacked our girlfriend into pieces. Like, dude, it's it's. You're you're mad. A, uh, Your drunk, sad face is making me <laughs> sad. I, like, I, I don't know how to defend myself. I had that seven. I mean, two. Seven. Is, two is seven. Ridiculous. You added it seven. I want to throw my microphone at you so bad, but I don't want to pay for a new microphone. I was gonna say, please don't, <laughs> please don't do that. You want the Nerf gun here? No, I just want to stare bullets through him. <laughs> Don't do that. He's already angry. It, the whole movie is possession. I have nothing to say. It's uh, yeah, it's a fun. Yeah, it's possession, but it's way better than the courtroom drama. Nah. Yes. Yeah, you're you're the kind of guy that's like, uh, yeah, we should probably just watch that CSI marathon today. That'd be awesome. I really want to be depressed by uh, 6 o'clock tonight. It's silly. Eh. Bruce Campbell, Sam Raimi, Ted Raimi. Uh, I feel like I shouldn't even have to explain The Evil Dead 2 <laughs> to anybody. They should just you know. can't explain it. I just have nothing to say. Like, It's a comedy. I don't think it belongs in the I world. know. And you, oh, I forgot about that. You do not like The Evil Dead. <laughs> no, I love it's, Evil Dead. It's a comedy Yes, it's possession, but it belongs on a different type of list, not this one. Over Emily Rose? No. Nah. Nah. Vinny, Emily, I, I believe you're so outnumbered here. All the times you would bitch at me for being like, it's not a procedural. 
And then the one time that I shit on your procedural, you're going to tell me that I'm, Wait, I'm wrong? Wait, you're anti-procedural, not me. I'm not anti-procedural. I, I'm always like, well, I don't understand how this could happen. And, this, and you're like, it's not a procedural. It's supposed to be a horror movie. And you're going to tell me that a possession movie is now supposed to be a procedural. But when I tell you a possession movie is a possession movie, you're like, well, no. you're replacing a procedural with a horror comedy. The best kind of horror comedy. Yeah, but your argument your argument makes no sense. I have to argue. I'm money in the bank, you bitch. <laughs> yeah, I, I have no say. I'm just going to sit here in silence. Yeah. You do what you do. <laughs> it's nonsense. We just chopped our girlfriend into pieces. Do I look okay? Before this gets uh, gets even rougher, Pete, you want to go with your number one here? Oh, it's not going to be good. Oh, boy. <laughs> I, I think a riot's about right. to break out. Let's right. have it, Pete. All right, so um, can I first just say that um, Evil, of the, Evil Dead 2 specifically was on my list, and it was high. So I'm... I'm very happy the way things played out um, because specifically two, I find essentially one and two. It's two is the superior. Very, very like subtle differences. Yeah, but two is superior. It's the same movie, but two is superior if not for any reason. Uh, because it's the introduction of the chainsaw hand, which which hates, which then goes on to uh, be established in army of darkness and then into the amazing, amazing, amazing needs to be mentioned Ash vs. Evil Dead TV series, oh, which is like very good. Yes, it's just like it's like peak gives you everything you want as a comedy slash horror fan. <laughs> it's just like it's just like give me more, give me more. I was so and 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 Kelly in that series I have to mention is just like I fell in love with every time she comes into one scene that they're about to all be killed shooting like two machine guns at once and says if any of the fuck if any more come into this house i'm gonna fuck your face with bullets <laughs> uh so i just had to like elaborate on the ash vs. evil dead we TV should go series. back in time uh vinny did he hates evil dead 2 he does not agree with the comedy of evil dead 2 that didn't happen it absolutely happened up. what you always say that like, you like evil dead 1 because you don't agree with the comedy of evil dead 2 now, all all of that uh, being said that I just said about agreeing with Evil Dead 2 being at number two, I have to let everyone here know that this movie needed to be on the list. It could have been anything at number one, depending on where I, be, where I got here, but this... Uh, yeah, all hell's about to break loose. At number one. All right. There's only and one I, number and this one. Is, this has nothing There's to do only with anything else one. other than I fucking love this movie. And Pete's number one pick, Exorcism of Emily Rose. What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> this, had Vinny picked something else, not, and, and it, regardless of what Vinny picked at number two, this would have been my number one had it not already made the list. I'm sorry. And I think this is well played because <laughs> Jeff used his money in the bank and you can't DQ the number one pick. So well played to our guest. This, th- I, I, I promise you that this is not at all. Uh, this is not a game I'm playing. 
Um, and I know, I, I know, I know, I know, I, will, I know, I know Jeff, what everyone's have you thinking. Seen this one? I know what everyone's thinking in this room and listening at home. But I rewatched The Exorcist. Yes. And it's pretty boring until there's about 30 minutes of entertaining. It's great. It's great. Don't get me wrong. It's 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 a classic. Your mother sucks cocks in hell. It's a classic forever. She fucking fucks her cunt with a fucking <laughs> crucifix. <Yeah>. Pete Pete's <laughs> pulling my um, logic on Halloween. <laughs> it's just yeah. it's yeah, just yeah. I and I know it started at all and I know and it's probably because I'm fucking desensitized and all this stuff. It's but, so hard. But but the, the but the fact that people were leaving the theater crying and all that stuff, I don't get it. Because, yeah, the makeup was great and it was crazy. I mean, it was the seventies. The thing the thing won an Oscar. It's a it's a classic <laughs> film. And and because I mean we're we're already in the discards at this point because I'm not even talking about Emily Rose because I'm defending the fact that I think video Exor- sucks. <laughs> I'm, I'm defending the fact that The Exorcist is not even on this list, uh, which I know is is it it is blasphemy. I understand. Uh, Actually, it's not really blasphemy. I mean, I'm I'm upset about it, but I will tell you that there's a couple movies my, I had above it. <laughs> this is. My favorite exorcism movie, The Exorcism of Emily Rose. All right, tell me why you think a courtroom drama deserves a place on this list. It just take it turns the whole thing on its head, and it's a completely unique take. And uh, everything, it every all of these movies in all their parts come down to the actual. Well, for those that an exorcism is performed, come down to the exorcism. Right, that's the peak of of its entertainment. Well, if it's a, we're talking possession. Uh, well, yeah, though, yeah, right? I'm I'm talking about just the ones that there is an exorcism. I'm not. Ta- I know all possession movies don't come down to that necessarily. N- not, I mean, you know, Evil Dead doesn't have an exorcism. You know, a lot of these movies don't have that. But this movie, the everything that happens in that one scene, is just awesome. And uh, and I know that. The barnyard scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the far, in the farm names, <laughs> names. And this, and this is, I'm, I'm sure. I, I, I wanted to say this beforehand, but I didn't even want to bring it up. I think that this is probably the exit quote, exit scene for the for the episode. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> <laughs> Give me your name, names. <laughs> See, I think you guys. And I am Satan, the devil in the flesh. You have great points. And you're making... The word is the word in the wonderful world it was. All right, so... All right, all right, so the Exorcist created the whole format. Kind it of. sure did. A, a, person, a person is possessed. You have to study it. You have to bring someone in. Now, f- hundreds of movies have been made in this... You know, now you now you look up, you look it up, and there's oh the Exorcist of, of Donna Hartley. There's the Exorcist of of Patricia O'Connell. You know, there's just all these movies that have these like lame titles, and they're all like a repeater of the of of themselves. I'm not a fan of that. The first one that ever had like that specific thing, as far as I know, was the Exorcism Emily Rose. It's based on a true story, sort of. Uh, <laughs> You know, sort very, of. Very, very sort of 
uh, you know, some woman in like the Czech Republic who really just died and probably was just like terminally, Have you terminally seen those ill. Videos? Terminally ill. No, I haven't. No, I I know what you're talking it's about. Yeah, very disturbing. Um, but I think I just think that this movie takes and and I was very skeptical going in. I think actually this is another movie that Vinny uh, introduced me to because I thought that oh it's like it's just gonna be kind of like a courtroom drama as Jeff's saying but um I think also the fact that you know it's aside the further aside of the fact that they brought in like some big time actors um it's a it's a low budget film you know they probably paid certain people a lot of money but it's not like they spent a lot of money on oh yeah anything found um, footage wise but is, like yeah. but like Laura Linney is a great actress um I'm not gonna remember the guy's name but he's you know huge actor the guy who plays the priest um, and a, a thing I touched on earlier about, um, again, I'm not like, I'm not a person of faith, but they bring a lot more of that into this than is ever brought into like an, another one that's, um, necessarily specifically an exorcism above a possession. Um, because they're, they're obviously two different things. We've, we've talked about movies on the, on tonight that are, you know, people are possessed. That doesn't mean that they need to be exercised by a Catholic priest. But, um, you know, he talks about the witching hour and things that happened to him. He's part of this court case and all this stuff. And uh, I, I just find that shit interesting. It it draws me in. It's just like an extra. Uh, it's just an extra thing that that brings you further and draws you in. Um, I really love this movie. If we had. Uh, if we were playing 11 or 12, yeah, The Exorcist would certainly be on here. Um, I just... Uh, and 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 as a listener, an avid listener, they've always said these are their person... These are our personal lists. Absolutely. It's not it's these not, are not These are not, oh, like, we'll be judged. Yeah. You know, because, um, you know, Kill Bill didn't even make the list. <sighs> I so. know. What a rough the, the Tarantino list the afterwards. Excuse was, me. So <laughs> I had to throw that. I had to throw that dig in. That there. being said, <laughs> the, the master, uh, you know, what is probably his masterwork. The Exorcist been, was easily number two on the Tarantino. The, list. Ex- oh, the Exorcist was not even my number one. Something that my- something that all you goofballs probably didn't even think of. Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge. Nah. What do you mean, meh? Nah. Are you kidding me? How do you mean, meh? I mean, it is possession, but there's much better ones to talk about. Than the sadomasochistic homosexual movie that is that? Dude, that movie is crazy. I love that movie. And you know I'm a huge... And you're telling me there's a better possession movie than that? Mm, yeah. <laughs> you are silly. What? What? What's better than that? Yeah. Uh, the top five of my list. Well, give me one. We're into the discards now, man. I'm very mad at you. <laughs> I can't Emily even... Emily sp- Rose. I can't even speak words. <laughs> Why it's not a, it's right, not well, a Emily, discard. Emily Rose one. just went to number yeah. one, so. So you want my discards that are better than 
Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on two. Yes, please. Yeah, you don't have a list, do you? <laughs> Vin, uh, actually, have, have you been Vinny, asleep Vinny, for days? <laughs> Vinny, can I ask you now, had I not said Ouija 2 at number 10, would you have put it instead of one of the ones you picked based on everything that was picked? Or would it have been an accident with this card? So... The Taking of, De- the taking of Deborah Logan... I have that. But it was a discard for me. Yeah, yeah very it, high. It, it's up there. Um, super fun. The it, it's Just really sinister. Sinister. Sinister was a discard for me. That was on your top ten. Yeah. Yeah. No. See, I love Sinister. Is fantastic. Solely, uh, I mean, it, it, Ethan Hawke. Love Ethan Hawke. Well acted movie, but the uh, the killing scenes. The the the, those, the roll tape scenes that makes those the movie, roll tape scenes make the movie. Were those not terrifying? In, were those not in it? It would be a pretty shitty, not shitty, but it wouldn't be a great movie. It wouldn't be what it was. Yeah. But um, I got into a heated argument actually because that movie, uh, if you remember, came out uh, just before uh, the first Conjuring, and um, I got into a heated argument with a bartender friend of mine that year. Uh, uh, that I, I, I said that and it was in my opinion that Sinister was uh, s- was scarier and a better movie than The Conjuring and uh, I, st- I still sort of stand by that I mean I, I'm not like I don't like I'm not like um, standing I'm not like standing tall on it but yeah. uh, I was also like in a heated like drunk and he was just like you know kind of kind of argument and uh, I mean I, I was making I was making arguments on it um but it's a good it's a good fucking movie is my point yeah the second one sucks uh but, so bad but but the second one also has more more kill tapes which is like it's worth yeah, it to wa- it's, it's almost worth it to watch it just for those yeah but they're not good well they're it's, it's the same quality <laughs> of kill it's people being killed like that aren't expecting it in a violent manner anyway uh, Vinny's falling asleep. What's what's? I ha- I have a bunch of. Uh, are we just naming off or what are we? Well, the, yeah, the discards is kind of whatever you want to do. Um, my big discard was Print the Darkness. Yeah, so I just watched that for the first time. Uh, so good. It was one of the last. Like I hadn't seen, I hadn't seen it. Uh, somehow it's, it's one of the so last good. John Carpenter's, and uh, yeah, definitely fits in the category. It's it's, um, it's super good, but it's almost confusing. Very confusing. Yeah, that's the it, problem it just with felt, it. It just felt like he was maybe just doing a lot of cocaine. Yeah. And, and he was uh, like, Alice Cooper wants to be on the movie? Cool. Like, There's going to be these fucking computers. <laughs> There's going to be these computers, man. And yeah, Alice Cooper will be hanging out inside. And, and like maybe no one will even fucking notice. But yeah, it's definitely Alice Cooper. Um, yeah, it felt it fa- felt a little uh, detached to me. Uh, there were certain scenes where, I, like, there was like a solid like twenty minutes where I was I was like glued. Oh, and then there was it. Th- it's the beginning so- and the end. <laughs> uh, well, the end's okay. It's so all over the place. It's just like yeah. fifteen minute music interludes yeah. and like priests talking. Yeah, and, yeah it's, it's wild. It, but it's. I mean, they had the guy from the. That was like the guy from Gremlins, right? Yeah, it's. Uh, it, it's a wild one, but it. Yeah. But what happens is you get goddamn uh, 
Donald Pleasance and you just d- nonsense and like Carpenter synth. I uh, love it. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those things that could have been really epic. Yeah. It, it, it's but a fun it's movie. Good. It's so good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Beyond the door. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, that was one of my, I was like, I should probably watch this. Yeah. That's uh that's sh- just an, shutter, a, but I, yeah, it's an Italian knockoff movie. They basically rip off like Rosemary's Babies, The Exorcist, Carrie. It's just every paranormal movie they can knock off in one movie. But it's it's entertaining. Um, not very good, just entertaining. Um, the one I thought that might crack the list uh, was the Evil Dead remake. Yeah, it was on my list. Yeah, I had uh, that number... 10 i i i it was a toss-up for me between that and uh deathgasm and yeah. deathgasm was more important for me that's a that that's a good movie that, that's it's the it's, and in my opinion it's, it's good the pos- best remake. it's good possession yeah for sure for sure uh, i can't think of a remake that's better uh dawn of, i would i'd put it over like oh yeah dawn, dawn of, of the, the dead that is also it's like awesome. dawn of the dead hills have eyes friday 13 friday yes, 13 yes, yes, there's a it's up there. I mean, it's yeah. up there. Yeah, but don't they, get me but wrong. But they change it enough, you know? Yeah. Like, like making Ash a girl. And it's fucking gritty. And, like that, it's, and that she's like addicted to heroin. And like yeah. There's a whole other it's reason not, that they're going up to the cabin. It's not something that it's, any of it's us straight expected. Horror. Yeah. It's absolutely straight horror. Even the even Evil Dead, the original, isn't straight horror. Yeah, it's, it's not as dark as that. Um, yeah, for sure. So, yes. I That was, that. like I said, it, that was a toss-up at four for me between that and uh uh deathgasm but i knew it was more important to me that i had faith and it turned out because you had the uh um uh money in the bank it was more important to me that uh evil dead specifically too which yeah. miraculously is exactly what you chose <laughs> um made it uh That's around my i would have said i would have settled for one um but what uh, that one of those ended up uh, above the remake just because of you I can't put- only I only didn't choose one because two everybody gets possessed. There's yeah. nobody in that movie that is not possessed. One is like it's the woods yeah. and it, there's a whole lot of other shit going on. So I, I watch one and two literally back to back in October, and um, I should do that. And it's and it's. And that's a thing to do because it's literally the same movie for the problem is I have, I have on VHS and I don't have a uh, um, VHS player. So, I, but I was like, and, and I ended, I, you know, would they both end? And I said, no, two, two is the better movie. Oh, for uh, sure. And and it's funny because I I did I did do a, a tiny bit of research going into this because I wanted to know why uh, Sam Raimi did what he did, and and it, and it just came down to the fact that he didn't actually own the rights to the first movie. So he couldn't just he couldn't just show a recap. So he had to actually film a recap. Uh, I don't know. I thought he just had more money and was like, "Yeah, I can, I can make the movie I, thought, I already made, and I'll make it a little better." I, that's what I thought too. And and no, it just came down to the fact that he didn't own the rights, and he and so instead of what he what he wanted to do was just to show like a ten minute or like a five minute recap of what happened in the first one, and then do like a new movie. Mm. And and instead he had to kind of just like flip it on its head and 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 show sort of what happened in the first one and then just do it again. Here's the gist. Yeah. But I liked what they did in the second one because then it was like, oh no, but then there's like the guy and his wife and the daughter. Uh, and 
So yeah. Uh, yeah. The but, second one is is so much fun. That, that is actually I always coin this to me being like a horror fanatic is Evil Dead Two. I was down in Pensacola, Florida. And my cousin showed it to me. And I was always like a horror fan, but like that was the one that just kind of like took me over the edge. <clears throat> um. So. <laughs> Uh, so another movie that surprised me, well, it may have, I don't know that it, whether or not it was on Vinny's list or not. Um, but this is a movie that I, Vinny and I were living together and, uh, he came back from seeing it. I was not with him. Oh no. And he, he was so he was like, this is the scariest fucking movie I've ever seen. Like, he was, like, out of control. <laughs> Jason I X? Know, I don't know how I'm going to sleep tonight. He, he was like, this. he's like, Ser-, he's like, Pete. This one fucked me up. <laughs> he's like, dude. And it was Paranormal Activity. Nah, I'm not a fan. And, I uh, uh, I heard a lot of good things about its theatrical the- theatrical release. But Have you seen it? It doesn't translate to the home. Yeah. 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 So I I, I then saw it like the next week. I went with our other roommate, Lyle. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was creepy. I I wasn't like, this isn't like a, I I don't, I don't like, I'm not like, I don't take necessarily to like some jump scares. I just, I don't know why. Sometimes I think it's coming. I don't know why. But no, I, I completely, this is a good, I mean, Paranormal Activities, it's a great movie. And I mean, time tells because it it's like it has like the greatest gross of any movie ever because of how little they had to spend well, yeah, on it or yeah. whatever. It's made on a handy uh, but cam. No, but it, it was like I've never seen a person react. Like Vinny came home, he's like, "Dude, dude, this fucking movie!" He was like freaking out. I was uh, not okay. So because all like the movement in the bed. I mean, that shit's creepy. And, like, so, and then, like, someone's looking at you while you're asleep. Like, there's a lot. Yeah. Because a, so, a lot of the film is just, like, in the bedroom. So, the girl I was dating at the time believed heavily in spirits and felt that she had some kind of demonic thing going on. And I was like, well, what the Bruja, fuck? Bruja. Puerto Rican Bruja. Yeah. So, I was like, well, what the fuck? So, I don't want any of that. And so, she... Yeah, so just the association of her believing in that. And then this one just really got to my bones. It freaked me out. We went to dinner afterwards. I went to the restroom, and <laughs> someone slammed the the door in the stall, and I yelped. <laughs> and I was like, hey! <laughs> was this on your list? No. It should be, it should be on my list. It, it, it just finished on the outside. It um, it's a it's a poorly made found footage movie, but goddamn it! Yeah, it's just it like is. home. It's like a almost like home security. You know, yeah, some some dude that just like really wanted to like but they make d- his wife think that he wasn't filming them having sex. Yeah, they <laughs> they nailed the creepy moments though. They nailed the creepy moments, and in uh, the sequel part two, part two really, part two is equally as freaky. Yeah, it got, it got worse. Part one and two. They got into like equally as creepy, and then after that, it's all downhill. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, but see, I'm gonna chime in on this one in Paranormal Three, which I believe is where you learn the like the story that goes back to. Yeah, the beginning I think I've seen three too. Three with, is probably good. So it's just the ending that's really fucking creepy. 
because you see the witches where the story kind of comes off right, of, right, right, where right. they get possessed from, and it happens literally at the end. It end. The movie ends. Yeah. You see these, and you see the witches, and then I think the that's where the girl gets broken in half, like it snap gets lifted at the stairwell and gets snapped in half. The movie's over. Yeah. And that's it. Or they, or I think the demon throws the girl, the dead girl, at you. And yeah. I think so. Three is not as exciting until like the last five minutes of the movie. Yeah. But other than that, I, I agree. The first two were were kind of the best. And then as they try to tell the story, I guess it's a prequel, right? It's what they really are. Yeah. They're the prequels. It well, I think it two, got lost. two is almost like in real time, right? Or like just after, because because I think that like. But at least the wife from one at least comes into two at some point. But yeah, because yeah, two yeah. is with the older boy, right? Two, the two boy is, is the older. sister. Okay, yeah, the yeah. sister of the woman in one, and uh, yeah, the thing about I think the thing the thing that's the creepiest about one, um, is like for me the thing that it wasn't necessarily it wasn't the things that weren't the creepiest weren't like oh, you can't see the person, but this woman's being dragged out of bed. It was, she wakes up, she walks out of the room, and then she walks back, and then she stands staring at her husband yeah. for like three hours, and you see the time lapse. That's yeah. creepy. Yeah. Because you you've never seen that in a movie before. Right. That. That's creepy. Like, and uh, and then, leaving. yeah, and, yeah. and, and, and I, it's not, the things that, for me that are creepy about movies isn't always, you know, like the big bumps, but it's it's like the stairs and and, and people just like kind of seeming out of it and stuff like that. Do you know what I really liked about this movie is they got you with the element of surprise because you would, you would like it. it it's, I think it's either the first or the second movie. The light is swinging. Yeah. is swaying, but then all the shit falls that's in the, the kitchen. I think that's the second one. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's every movie has that crazy element of surprise, yeah. but the first two of paranormal activity definitely take that. Yeah. And that's what killed me with that movie because you would expect something to happen and it's completely opposite and it, it, it has you on the edge of your seat the whole time. So yeah, I wanted to talk about that movie just because I have an experience with Vinny of how freaked out he was. Um, hey Vinny, you want to watch all four of them all in a row? <laughs> uh, another movie... Vinny, we could probably stay awake for like 35 minutes. <laughs> movie. Another movie that we uh, Jeff broached on uh, way in the beginning of all this that I just wanted to t talk about was um, Exorcist the Beginning uh, because it's another movie that I saw in theaters that may have had kind of a specific effect. There are definitely creepy creepy aspects to it. It's about, sure. it's about uh, Father Marin, mm -hmm. who is the older exorcist that yep. comes into the original Exorcist. It's a prequel. Um, he's part of a digging crew. I, th I believe it's taking place in like Northern Africa. Um and uh, they find this like tomb that's like a tomb to Lucifer or something, uh, but uh, it it goes into his past, uh, where he was actually a priest in Germany, and uh, I know uh, there's this specific scene. I I remember being like 17 or something and watching this movie, and uh, you know uh, Vinny and I and Jeff too. Uh, I'm sure uh, we all listen to a bunch of heavy metal and a lot of times uh, 
bands will like take a clip from a movie as like an intro to their song and there's a there's a specific scene in where in this movie where uh this uh priest is in germany and he's in a nazi camp and uh uh uh, the Nazi is trying to make him choose uh, which person to kill. And it's like such an emotional scene. And uh, and uh, he said, he, the, the priest says to the Nazi, he's like, I cannot choose God. God God will not let me. And the Nazi says to him, God is not here today, priest. <laughs> and I just thought, I'm like, oh man, that would be like such an epic like intro to like a metal song. Uh, oh, there's so many of these. Uh, but anyway, uh, as a as a movie in a whole, it's not. I, it's I not, you're awake now. It's not <laughs> as a, as a movie in a whole. It's not great uh, as a whole, not in a whole. Uh, but there's something interesting, very interesting about this movie that's kind of insane. Is that uh, they f- literally filmed two movies. Uh, you guys know about this? Yeah. Yeah, so, I do. So, th- yeah. so they made two movies. I don't know exactly what happened, but there was some like uh, director discrepancy, and it, and because I because they're om- they're they're almost identical to a, until a point. Because I remember I had seen it in the theaters and I saw one movie, and then I was like, oh, I'm gonna watch this again. And it was like five years later, and I'm like, where? And all of a sudden, there's like this wet, like bald, like I guess naked Lucifer character that was definitely not. In and it's I have it written down here. It's uh, there's Exorcist the beginning and then there's Exorcist Dominion, and and the beginning is the one that I knew and then there's the Dominion whereas there's this like like this balding like like completely naked, uh, character, that is also added to the film. And all, the, all these other scenes. There was all these like random scenes. I was like, wait, am I watching the same movie? And it was very strange. And I thought maybe I was just like high the first time. But then I did research. No, you and probably I, were. And I found out. I was. Well, I was. Yeah. Um, but then I found out that they literally uh, broke off at some point and filmed an entirely different movie. Um, but uh, but they Yeah, America, he was a delinquent alcoholic. And they couldn't even get him to act. So they would. So who was he? Uh, he is the original exorcist. Uh, uh, the original. Uh, what's his name? He's like the priest from the first exorcist. Okay. Yeah. So so they did they actually refilm it? With, because Stel- oh yeah yeah there's Stel- there's Stel- Skarsgård is in both yes, movies. Yeah yeah yeah. So the cuts where uh, where. Um, Merrick, Father Merrick, um, he's played between Skarsgård. Like they, they kind of cut back and forth between him and Skarsgård. Yeah, it's because like he was so, like alcoholic that he was like a mess, and they couldn't huh. even get performances out of him. Interesting. <laughs> All right, are we? Uh, how are we doing here? Should we? Uh, should we do the recap? <laughs> On the list, I don't know. Vinny's over can, there can falling I have, asleep. I have like a, a handful more that I just want to mention. Okay, yeah, go go with it. Just, All right, just keep slapping Vinny so he doesn't fall asleep. <laughs> so, so I talked so about I can... Exorcist: The Beginning, Dominion. Goddamn, uh, real quick, bastard. just just because it's an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, 
Ooh. Even though it it oh, it, it very I, I know slightly falls in this category, and I was actually a little upset that it was like poo pooed in the uh, you know poo pooed in the uh, in, <laughs> that's our that's our word in the, in the Arnold in the Arnold episode because it is technically his only horror movie, End of Days. Um, mm, I don't know if it's his only horror movie, but well, he did do that zombie. Oh. Sort yeah. of where his daughter was a zombie, but that was a piece of shit. Oh, so bad. Um, but anyway, it's I, I love it. I love End of Days because you get to hear him say Thomas Aquinas. <laughs> um. Uh. All right. So there's that. I mean, if you haven't watched End of Days, then you should. <laughs> you should start, probably watch it. Start now. Uh, a two movies that are on Shutter. We mentioned Shutter a bunch of times at this point. Uh, that are really good. I just felt like they weren't list worthy because for me, because they were like they're like pretty brand new. Uh, Belzebuth, which oh. is like a Mexican Belzebuth. Belzebuth. Did you? Have you so seen it's that? not actually possession. It's more haunting. Yeah, it's very good though. But it's also like super fucked up. Like immediately super fucked up. Like they kill babies. Oh, you saw it? Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Fantastic. Yeah. And it has the dude from Saul. It's like a weird, yeah, yeah, yeah. Toby Bell, like anti. He's like a weird anti priest slash priest. Jeff, what? You see this? No, I haven't seen it yet. That's good. And then uh, Cleansing Hour, which was pretty good. Did you watch Cleansing Hour? Mm. So it's like a, um, it's like a modernization. It's like a this like internet priest who does a live stream where he does pretend exorcisms. It's kind of like a play sort of on the last exorcism where he's just like doing this for online points and, uh, he does these live streams and, uh, but, uh, something happens at the last minute and somebody actually gets possessed and some fucked up shit happens. And maybe Satan is, uh, passed through all of our computers by accident. (laughs) Like the lawnmower man. It's, it, 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 it was, it was, it was good. And, uh, so that was good. Uh, the right with Anthony Hopkins was actually. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Stay yeah. away from that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, The Exorcist Three. Uh, uh, yeah, I know. Should, I wanted to. So uh, don't don't be turned off by the three. Yeah. Because there's like a whole thing with thinking. Oh, it's, it's so much better than two. Yeah. Don't Best even two jump scare in history. Yeah, it's so it's a uh, it's a direct sequel to to The Exorcist. Uh, which you know mm. didn't make the list. By yeah, account, but. Uh, God, the, the, there's some weird choices in that movie though. Um, Patton. <laughs> well, I think the other guy was dead by the time they made it. Right, the guy who was the the guy who was the detective in The Exorcist. Yeah, I think, probably. I think died. But then, uh, yeah, because I because I being that I just watched The Exorcist, I I realized. Uh, that it was a direct sequel because they like literally are like going to have lunch, the two of them, uh, and it's two different actors. But um, yeah, I'm just glad. I'm glad that I had. I'm glad that I put two movies on the list that were not on the radar: Stigmata and uh, Deathgasm. I think that that's that's important to me. I, I made a dent. Um, I know I I know I uh, threw some salt on the fire at number one, but I think that that's what it's all about, right? Yeah, I'm not mad. I'm not mad about it. 
Vinny is mad about it. He always gets mad. No, I think he's satisfied. But then, he, then he just falls asleep. So. Uh, I'm pretty fine. Are you? All right, let's uh, recap it up, let's brother. Let's recap. All right, so at number 10, Ouija 2, Origin of Evil. Number 9, Demoni. Number 8, The Possession. Number 7, Stigmata. Number 6 was The Last Exorcism. Number 5, The Conjuring. Number 4, Deathgasm. Number 3, Night of the Demons. Uh, number two original was Exorcism of Emily Rose, which was then Money in the Banked by Jeff and changed to Evil Dead 2. And then uh, Pete with the number one pick, Exorcism of Emily Rose. Well, anybody got anything to add to that? <laughs> well, I guess we should get into the uh, closing beers. What do you got? Post show. Peter, get into it. All right. Well, we got another one from Freewell. I did a double stop. Uh, when I picked up the other Johns, uh, this one is much lower percent, 4.3 or something like that. Thank God. Irish Stout <laughs> from Free Will in Pergasy. Uh, you know, get at it. The Irish for the St. Patty's Day? I like that we're, uh, we're finishing up with the 4.3. Thanks, guys. Well, I thought it... I That's how you do it. I kind of thought it's better. Start strong and uh, fin- finish. Yeah. Yeah, my my whole life is strong. strong. (laughs) Look how that's working out for Vinny over there. He's arguing whether he's Uh. falling asleep or not. (laughs) Oh boy, I'm pretty good. Yeah, yo yo bitch. Anyway, what else we got? uh, What do you What do you you think? I just want to say I appreciate you guys having me. I'm a avid listener. It's uh, you know, it was fun to do this, and um, I look forward to coming back. And uh, we got Nick Cage. Yeah, it'll be good. Uh, I hope I hope people enjoyed this one. I hope I wasn't too boring. I don't know if people have three hours of their life to waste. They're gonna have to break. I think think, I think we broke the record. I'm not sure. This you 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 definitely did. I don't think they've had a two hour and forty minute show yet. Oh Jesus! (laughs) (laughs) And the power of Christ compels you. That's right. Nick Cage is gonna be a long one. Oh crap. Criminy. This is going to be a two-parter, maybe. This one's going to take about ten minutes just to upload. Vinny was out having a sig, and Jeff and I mentioned if we should even just do two different lists for Nick Cage. Oh, Opa. Wild and Cage and Cage. (laughs) Wild and Cage. Let's get the hell out of here, man. Um, Peter, thank you for coming on the show, brother. I appreciate it, and I fucking can't wait to do more lists with you. Vinny, good job trying to stay awake. Really proud of you. Until the next time, I'm Jeff. He's Vinny. Pete, thank you for being on the show. Love, peace, and chicken grease. We are out. We are out. Tell me your name. He who commands you is he orders you thrown down from the highest heaven into the depths of hell. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, I now command you. Tell me your name. I expect you to sit here. Therefore, and fear, Satan, enemy of the faith. Give me your name, demon. Names. Names. Ancient serpents.
Depart from this servant of God! Tell me your six names! We are the ones who dwell within! Tonight!